The following podcast contains frequent graphic violence, adult themes including discrimination, and language which some listeners may find offensive. Blessings of Sigmar upon you all, and welcome to Doomsayers, a podcast for Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition. Tonight we'll be starting The Campaign, The Enemy Within, which has got a 35-year history, critically acclaimed, known as one of the best campaigns of all time. My name's George, I'm going to be GMing. Uh, Wolfrit was the first RPG I started playing, I've been playing for 15 years, but this is everyone's first sortie with the 4th Edition rules, so you may need to bear with us. First part of the campaign is named Enemy in Shadows. It was written by Graham Davis and several other people who will be listed in the description. This is episode one. So without any further ado, I will ask everyone to introduce themselves and the characters they'll be playing. Uh, just a brief description of what you look like, a little bit of personality, and any uh, any backstory that you might want to share. Uh, we'll start from the top, so first will be Ebenezer Gutt. Hello, my name is Callum and I'll be playing Ebenezer Gutt. He is a human in the career fence on the career path broker. He is a 36-year-old man of a short height of 5 foot 3. He has greasy dark brown hair and pale grey eyes. He, as an outdoor native, he'll talk with a slightly cockney accent. And Ebenezer is the geezer who will please you. Because he will take everything that's worth some it and send it off to someone to make a little bit more. Okay, perfect. Uh, moving on, next one down the list. Uh, we are playing over Discord, by the way, so I'm just going from top to bottom. Norngal Vasgrati. Hello. Yeah, I'm Steve, and I'm playing, yes, Norngal Vasgrati, um, a horrible little dwarf. Um, well, he's he's horrible by everyone else's standards, but he really doesn't know any better. Uh, he's 72 years old. He's he's a wrecker, a cargo scavenger. Um, Measuring up at four foot six, um, with uh, beautiful uh, wiry copper hair and a, and a gorgeous beard to match, um, and and deep dark brown eyes. Um, Nongal is something of an outcast, um, kind of shoved off by his family for falling into the wrong crowd with all of these uh, scavengers and, and less reputable types. Um, so he's um, yeah, he's 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 maybe between jobs at the moment, um, having fallen out. Uh, with a few people and being a dwarf he's very low and, and down here in this sort of register um and and a very little man just little man with a big voice um so yeah that's what he's all about okay cool uh serafina esmeralda honeycakes is next um hi i'm says but i will be playing serafina esmeralda honeycakes and she is a halfling um, and a rather tall halfling at that, at 3'11". She's got chestnut brown hair and brown eyes. And she's 50, which is sort of youngish for a halfling. Um, her career is an apothecary apprentice. So her apothecary is very strong in the family. Um, her uncle, Phil, is, um, you know, one of her aspirations so she's going to go and pick up her apothecary license that she's studied for um but she's also you know not 
it doesn't feel funny about getting involved in a few dodgy practices so she can also mix up some some nice drugs and sell those when needed um but that's pretty much that's pretty much Serafina really oh and she looks like this she's got a very strong accent she talks very fast she really does pies as well especially meat and potato pie Okay, nature of uh, sorry. That just really made me laugh. The pies and the nice old drugs and everything. I just appreciated yeah. it. Medicated drug pies. Uh, sour apple native, I think. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I'm finally Stürsumpfleufer. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm Tish. Um, coming in with the baby of the party, Stür. Um, your favorite gender con- non-conforming Fisher person. Um. I think 18 years old and yet six foot one. Uh, Very new, very green um, in the river woman career, just setting out on their life, getting ready to learn a little bit more about the world and make some new friends. (laughs) That's pretty much it. What what do you look like? Hair colour? Oh, sorry. Sorry. I forgot hair colour. Long black hair and light grey eyes. Okay. uh, So... Again, without too much delay, because it's already getting on a bit. It's Friday night and everyone's tired. Uh, we will start. It's late in the Empire. This means that spring's on the way. Unfortunately, however, this is not to say that the weather is in any way pleasant. There is no golden sunlight, no gentle showers this year. The cu- sky is the colour of cast iron, and it has now been raining heavily without a pause for a full week. The snow has long since been washed away, but it's still very cold, and the rain belts down in deafening sheets, drenches everything, casting a grey pall over what little view there is between the twin palisades of oak and spruce that line the road. Overhead, the waxy-coloured sunset is just barely visible in the west, and the two moons must already be beginning to rise. Manslibe will be waxing gibbous tonight, and who knows how Morslibe will decide to present itself. For whatever reason, you're travelling south along the Middenheim-Altdorf Road and estimate yourself to be about two days' travel away from Altdorf. Two days by coach, that is. Walking could take as much as a week and would be much more dangerous. Although the road is generally in good condition, constructed of hard-packed gravel with a camber and drainage ditches, the ravages of the weather and the iron tights of the carts and coaches have reduced ruts and potholes to great patches of deep, thick mud that sucks at your boots, speckled with pools of gritty, filthy water which seeps into them. You're soaked to the skin, tired, likely shivering, and haven't seen any living creature larger than a crow, or perhaps a rabbit, since this morning at the latest. The sun finally dips below the horizon, leaving the Druckwald forest in twilight. Beneath the canopies of the trees falls an immediate atmosphere of extreme gloom. In the dim light, the trees take on a sinister aspect, their gnarled trunks, dark needles and budding leaves suddenly appearing twisted and unwholesome, their shadows too large, too black. But you know that the trees aren't what you should be worrying about. If you find yourself abroad in the Druckvold after dark, you can count yourself lucky if it's only bandits who get hold of you, rather than be- mutants, beastmen, or something even worse. You know that you need to get indoors as quickly as possible. You also know that you'll be safer in a group than you will be on your own. By happenstance, you observe that there are other travellers converging on your position, and to your amazement, you have the feeling you know some of them slightly. Over to you.
I don't like this. I think we should, you know, get skedaddling. What's this now? Skid what now? Outdoor slang, it means up it. Yomp, get tabbing, get going. I should probably uh, be clearer. I mean that you are uh, you all travelling alone and you come upon each other. Oh, uh, who goes? Uh, I, 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 I'm going. Who is you? Uh, my, my name is Norngal. I, I think we may have bumped into each other once or twice on the river. Wait, you that stumpy boat hooligan? I'm not sure what exactly you're implying. I, 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 I find things and. I keep them. Uh, what was it? About a year yeah. and a half back, you were passing off something to me? Maybe? Uh, most likely, yes. Yep, I remember. You were passing off, um, uh, what was it? Some uh, jewellery you'd found on one of your decks? Yes, wasn't too happy parting with it, but sack was getting a little full. Oh, you made your money back, and what are you going to do with it? Don't imagine you'll look all. Uh, don't imagine you'll look too pretty with all the bells and whistles attached to you. What you can do? Thread your beard. I would never do such a thing. My beard is wild and free. But exactly like wasted on you. Look, it's better translated to shillings and cash. You know. Hmm. Maybe so. All right. So you're all right. What about the rest of you? I think I recognise that tall person. Sorry. Um, I I turn, barely noticing that you are speaking to me, and say, "Me? Yes, you talking to me? I'm I'm tall for our thing, you know." Oh, you're Christ! Right. Where the ankle biter come from? That's not about? a nice thing to say. Who are you? What do you mean, who am I? Who is you? I'm Serafina. Serafina. Esmeralda Honeycakes. Me. You some sort of baker? I <laughs> Well, you know, it's in my family and all that. We make amazing cakes and pies and all kinds of things, really. But I'm in, in the puffery business, so I, I make some drugs and things to, you know, cure your ailments and things like that. What do you, what do, you do? Uh, I pedal. Here and there. Yeah. I ain't seen you before. You ain't come to the moot. I don't think so, anyway. I'd know about it. Mm. I know. Always, always found us stuck out about halflings. You know, uh, just a bit, bit too, bit too short for me. Each to their own. I'm not usually it's... used to like bonking my head on doorways. Uh, I could teach you a few things about that. And never really you mind hurt. either. Never you mind either. I don't trust people who are that tall. Who knows what you're thinking all the way up there? It's not my fault. My mum says thinking's dangerous. And your Mars won the good ones, then. Yeah. 
pretty sure I've seen you around before, but I don't know where. Don't know. What's what's your name? Tall tall person. Tall person. Yeah. My name's Stur. Stur. I work on the river mostly. Er, maybe that's where it's from. Yeah. Um, um, what do you do? Measure the depth. <laughs> Funny you should say that. Actually, um, often I am the one that has to go first into the deep water just to see how deep it is. But uh, I also have to make the deliveries because I've, I've, you know, got two long arms. <laughs> Don't know why I'm taking on your accent. <laughs> it's contagious. You want to just uh, change your background and become a Sterlander because they've got the same accent. If you want to no, use it, no, it's okay. I was, I was. Trying to just stay in a fairly neutral voice, e.g. me, me, me voice. Me voice. Okay, so as this uh, this blather is going on, uh, you do see the whitewash walls of a coaching inn uh, come into view up ahead. Ah. Uh, but that's not what the first thing that uh, that gains your attention. What you do see is a coach uh, bearing the livery of the Four Seasons Company of Altdorf uh, that comes charging out of the gate at absolute top speed. Uh, the, one of the coachmen is whipping the horses to, be, to a gallop. He's got a sort of painful-looking rash on his eyelids. Uh, the other coachman has got, for some absurd reason, no top lip, and he's brandishing a, bu- a blunderbuss. Uh, the coach is stopping for no one, and it's coming charging down the road straight at you. What are you doing? I dive out of the way. Getting out of the way of that. Leaping time. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you all get out of the way, and it goes rattling at a breakneck pace down the road. Uh, it's a strange time for a coach to be setting off, to say the least. It's, uh, the sun has just set. A normally space coaching is about a day's travel apart for obvious reasons. It's a bit strange that they're coming shooting out of the gate at this speed. Uh, but they don't give you a single second look and go charging away. Gosh, Shally is fucking tits. What the fuck was that? Did you see the state of his lip? What, what there? The only thing what I got a good look at was the ditch, I'll be honest. I ain't going fast, but I could stop looking at his lip. It looked funny. Look, you want to kiss some fucking maniac in the carriage? Be my guest. I've got to get leaves out of me fucking cloak. Oh, no, he ain't my type. It's just uh, got... Well, it's not leaves. This is early spring. Uh, and you are not got leaves. Uh, all of you are now, since you've leapt out of the way of this coach, yeah. covered in water and mud. Uh, so could everyone make an endurance test for me? Oh is that first, percentile? This is our first roll of the game. Yes, it's percentile. Uh, I am not interested in how well you do. This is a simple test, just if you pass or fail. And this this will be average, so it's at plus 20. All right, and our endurance uh, comes off of... My God. Toughness. Right, yeah. Wait, do we want to be above or below? Below. No, no. Right. I have rolled 93. <laughs> oh, snap. I failed one. <laughs> okay. Uh, 65, that's a fail. Normal. Right. Cold and wet. Yeah, I, I also rolled 93, so that is a big old fail okay. for me as well. 
So yeah, all of you, uh, all of you have probably not eaten anything since breakfast. You haven't come across a human habitation. You're cold. You're wet. You've been walking all day. You're absolutely exhausted. Uh, you are going to take a fatigued condition until you get inside and warm up, and that's effectively imposing a minus ten to all pe- uh, all tests. We'll need to warm up and have something to eat before you can remove it. Oh dear. Uh, wait, can we go in that place? Is that like a public place? Uh, yeah, 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 it's a public <laughs> yeah, place. I didn't know if it was uh, like ye oldy you, bus you, station you, or you, like an you, actual you, inn. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's both. It's a, Essentially, it's both. Um, but <laughs> it will... Uh, it, it is, yeah, it's just come into view. Uh, and But the, the coach was more pressing on your attention. You notice them at about the same yes. time, but the coach was much closer. You can't hear it over the rain. But the coaching in is sort of just within sight. So oh. it will be maybe, what was it about? That will be maybe two miles. Well, we can stand here enjoying all day, or we can get somewhere nice and warm and get all this shit off us. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> Certainly prefer that to this ditch. Are you still in the ditch? Because you didn't say you stood up. <laughs> Alright, well, short chops, boat hooligan, uh, tall, tall boy, let's go. Come on. Okay, so, okay, so you just walk, you just walk down the road towards the coaching inn? With uh, some urgency, I imagine. Yeah, Striding okay. down the road. Yeah, you, okay, are you all just get, trying to get there as quickly as possible? Because in that case, <laughs> um, I will need the halfling to make an athletics roll to keep up. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know you well enough to carry you yet. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh no! What, what do you get? 97. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, so you... Uh, wait, wait, wait. Hang on a minute, wait. Stop. Uh, uh, are any of you paying any attention to this at all? I am, because I, I appreciate the value in people. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, okay. these other two are a bit nasty, so yeah, just, <laughs> I turned back for Seraphina. I've got mud in my ears, so I don't really... Yeah, always. Wait, have, you, <laughs> have, have you actually fallen? Or are you just very slow? No, because <laughs> yeah. no, yeah, uh, essentially it's, it's two miles away. Uh, mm-hmm. You lot uh, are all halfly... Sorry, humans and dwarfs are all at movement four. Halflings are only at movement three. Uh, oh, effectively... No. Uh, Seraphina is going to have to jog to keep up with you. It's just to see if he's able to do that for the entire distance. <laughs> well, I eat too many pies, so you know I can't keep up. Sorry, can have to. Oh, walk. That's fine. We can't all have lungs as legs as long as me. <laughs> lungs as leg. What am I like? Okay. And I fall back and I walk at a more comfortable pace for Seraphina. <laughs> okay, um, it's not going to take a huge amount of make a huge amount of difference, but. Uh, uh, Norngal and Ebenezer, uh, you arrive at the uh, at the coaching inn. It has ten foot whitewashed wall, uh, walls all around the outside. Uh, inside the courtyard, uh, there is a coach bearing the Ratchet Lines uh, livery, which has it's uh, been abandoned by the passengers and the coachman. Uh, there is a large inn sign above the uh, door, which bears the emblem of a coach and a horse. 
uh, as you come into the paved courtyard, which is uh, thick with the smell of sweet, uh, the the sweet, sickly smell of horse manure, uh, you are greeted by a uh, a porter. Uh, as he observes that you don't have a coach, uh, he just basically sits back down in his uh, in his little mini watchtower. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a bar straight ahead. There is the noise of a smithy coming from behind, as if a horse was now being shooed. Uh, straight up ahead is what you would recognise immediately as being the main area of the place, uh, which is going to be the bar, the bedrooms, the stores, the brew house. Uh, there is also likely to be a common room in here. And as you're approaching, you can smell food being cooked within, and you can hear the sound of laughter and song. Wait, I'm not there yet. Oh No, you're not there. <laughs> Sorry. It's about, nine, about time that we found some creature comforts. Let's go get ourselves somewhere to lie down. What do you think, Boat Hooligan? I'm not sure I appreciate that nickname, but I will join you. Righto, short and furry. Let's go. Okay, so you're going straight to the uh, the bar room. Mm-hmm. Okay. No girl needs a pint. Yeah, you open up the door. It's a uh, it's a bright and cheerful place. Uh, I said you can uh, smell the food, smell uh, uh, hear hear the laughter. Uh, in the corner, uh, you can see the source of the laughter. There are two coachmen there, uh, both wearing the traditional, very heavy fur coats. Uh, they are smoking pipes and steadily getting extremely drunk. Uh, from across the room, you are, uh, you get the icy stare of a young woman uh, of average height. She is slender with red-gold hair, extremely finely dressed. Uh, next mm-hmm. to her is a small, mousy-looking woman. And next to her is a woman that looks like a Midland warrior woman from a legend. Uh, well over six foot tall, very heavily built, black hair, blue eyes with an extremely moody look on her face, just sipping a glass of wine. Uh, Meanwhile, there is a young man who is trying vainly to grow a beard, uh, sat in the corner, engrossed in a book. Uh, Leaning on the bar is a tall, handsome man uh, with long curly hair and artificial beauty spots, a lace-trimmed shirt, uh, skin-tight silk breeches, uh, who stares closely at the pair of you and then returns his gaze back to the bar. Behind the bar, there is a tall, thin man uh, who appears to be in his late 40s and a short, plump man uh, with large sideburns, big jowls, uh, wearing a, a waistcoat. Uh, he, uh, is, uh, he immediately leaves behind the, from behind the bar. And finally, above the bar, there is a guano-stained wooden beam and on the beam uh, is a crow. Just hopping about. Uh, before you can do anything else, the this short, plump guy just appears in front of you. He's like, greetings, welcome to the Coach and Horses. Do have a seat, take this one by the fire. Yeah, you'll be nice and warm there. Uh, do you want some drinks, food, net bed for the night? Oh, drinks first, of course, uh, foolish of me. <laughs> and the crow comes over and perches on his shoulder. Welcome to the... Well, good, good, good evening to you, sir. Uh, Oh yes, yeah. Good, good evening. Oh, it doesn't look like a good one out there. How, how are you anyway? 
Good. Cool. Like to hear it. Yeah. No. Right. I'm, let's make, make sure everyone's uh, everyone's happy and the coach and horse is in. Uh, you wouldn't happen anymore? to have any uh, washing on, would you? Uh, washing? Oh no, 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 not at the moment, sir. So it's far too late. We do the washing. Uh, we do the washing at about ten o'clock in the morning. Uh, wouldn't be able to help you, I'm afraid. I could throw in a, a hot bath with your with your bed for the night. I would have to charge for it, though. I mean, there's a, there's a cost involved. Uh, you burn burn the wood, boil the water. Nah, nothing like that. Uh, but on the topic of a bed for a night, my friend, would you be up to perhaps? Me supplementing the cost for the night with some choice merchandise. You run oh, a lovely oh, coaching and establishment here. I think what you need is a nice set of Altdorf steel knives. Well, let's, let's have a look at them. Yeah, I'll uh, get out some, uh, of my, get out some, of, some of the finer knives from my stolen goods. <laughs> okay. So I'm not sure we need any knives at the moment. They look, look lovely, though. Uh, what, what are you letting them go for? Oh, oh, drinks, drinks, of course. What, 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 what would you like? Hey, what, well, uh, pint your finest, and uh, what are you having, Norngill? Oh, the the finest. That's that's Irpin's own brew. You don't want to be going for that first thing in the morning. Uh, well, first thing in the evening, anyway. You'll be under the table by the end of the night. That's our finest. Uh, but I mean, we have got Coachman's friend, uh, Pilsner. We have got Amber Magister. We have got Bitter Thoughts. We have got Stout Heart Stout. We have got Turnip Fucker. Whatever you recommend, my good sir. Oh, well, it's, uh, they're, they're all nice. It just depends what you're in the mood for. They're all three pennies, apart from Turnip Fucker, and that's only a penny, but I wouldn't try that too much if I was you, because uh, we make it out... Yeah, you, you get the idea. He just what? will not stop talking. Uh, one Pilsner, please, my good man. All right, that can be three pennies, sir. Uh, tell you what, give me one of them knives. All right, I give him a knife. Okay, he takes a knife. Uh, and 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 for for you, my uh, my dwarven friend... Uh, just, just a pint of ale, please. Uh, which ale would you like? Uh, wh- 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 what, 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 what did you have again? Uh, Amber Magister, bitter thoughts. Uh, we got, uh, we got turnip fucker, uh, and we got uh, stout heart stout. Norngull, uh, his eyes just sort of glaze over, and he just says, uh, "The, the first one. Thank you." Very well. Uh, three pennies, please digs out three grubby little pennies out of his grubby little coin purse. Okay. Just thrusts them into his hand. Okay, and he bustles off and he, uh, he says, shares a couple of words with the um, with the man behind the bar. Yeah, there's 12 and pennies in a shilling and 20 shillings in a gold. That's that in, a, in a crown, yes. To a crown, and then, oh, sorry. Uh, and then as, as the, uh, the chap behind the bar is pouring out the drinks, he bustles back over. Uh, how about food? What's on the pot? Oh well, it's, it depends what you want to spend. I mean, we've got uh, th- if you want to spend three pennies, we got you can get that will get you small pot pie or a, a pot of bean soup uh, or some bread and cheese. Uh, six pennies, I could do you a, a, a pie uh, or a pot of beef stew. And then for a shilling, you'll get a full plate of roasted meat with sausages and vegetables. I think I'll go for the stew. Yeah, beef and potato stew. Right? Can I give you? Uh... Your purchases, mate. I jingle another knife. Trying to give him more knives. I'm trying to give him like the majority. I'm trying to give him more of the set. You know. Fucking 
Right. No, I've I've already uh, I've already got one of those, sir. I'd, I'd much rather have the money, to be honest with you. That's fair enough. How much do I owe? Uh, six pence for the pie. I'm not but, having a pie. Or for the for the stew, sorry. Yeah, that's my fault. That's fine. Uh, anything for you? I'll have a pie, please. Thank you. I'll, I'll be six pence. I will. I'll just go through. Thank you very much, sir. Okay. He takes the money, uh, leaves, goes into the uh, back, into the back room as the tall, thin guy comes over. Extremely miserable look on his face. Um, it, it doesn't look like he's actually unhappy. It looks like this is just how he looks. And he just plonks the beers in front of you, and he goes and just stands behind the bar, just gazing into space. Uh, it's about this time that uh, the other two come in. Very exciting. I am very cold, and I would like to sit by the fire, please. Yeah, exactly the same thing happens. Even though he was just in the kitchen, he's in front of you. Oh, hello. Welcome to Coaching Horses. Oh, the, the corner table's taken by the fire, I'm afraid. You, you fucking soaked. Look at the state here. Well, it's like, I, I'll try and find you somewhere nice and warm, unless you don't mind sharing. Um, I'll put you next to these two, uh, but uh, it, that's, that's up to them because, you know, they were in first. Uh, do you want something to drink? I'll, I'll I'll find you somewhere nice and warm. Okay. Uh, have you got a turnip, fucker? <laughs> uh, we do. I don't know how you knew that because that's an experiment that we've only been doing for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I just I, assumed I, 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 cheap, nasty, <laughs> and that I'd know it. That 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 was my well, complete. If, if, if you go for cheap, nasty beer, uh, you've got two choices, which is Teledyne Special and Kygel's Natural Pig's Will. Uh, those are the ones that are normally common across the empire. Um, <laughs> if you just ask for the cheapest one, you get a pint yeah, of just, uh, Cheapest drink, please. Okay, that will be the turnip fucker. I, I don't suggest that you have more than one. Uh, how, how about you? I don't know. Have you got any cider? What's that? It's drink made of apples that makes your head go funny. Oh, we don't have no foreign stuff in here. Hey, what what have you got on your on your menu? Food or? Well, both. I'm really, really hungry okay. and thirsty. Drinks again. <laughs> yeah, we got. He goes through the ales and beers that he's got on the menu. So we we do have some wine, uh, but we do have to bring it in, so it ain't cheap. Uh, and we've got schnapps. We got brandy. Uh, we got pipe weed and twist behind the bar. If you fancy that, we got pork pies. We got pea soup. We got bread and cheese. We got beef stew. We got pies. Uh, pies. Yeah, meat and potato pies. <laughs> I'd love one of them. They're my favourite. Have a meat and potato pie. Have some pipe weed. I'll have, was that that pint of regret? Was that what it was? No, I want regret. What was it called? Something like that. It's the regrets, bit of, yeah. Bit of regrets. Yeah, I have a pint of that. That sounds nice. Um, right. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, yes, certainly. Uh, anything to uh, to drink for you, uh, Sir Madam? Me? Do you yeah. mean me? Um, uh, yeah, so just a neat, uh, I can't speak today, just a cheap, nasty drink, uh, and some cheap, nasty food, please. Oh, so the cheapest thing we do for food is, uh, it's three pennies. You can either have pea soup, you can have bread and cheese, or you can have a pork pie. Pea soup, please. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's going to set you back four pennies. Uh, what did you, you got pipe weed. Yeah. Uh, and what was it? A pie. 
and bitter regrets. That's going to set you back a total of, uh, let me work it out, 13 pennies. Well, I've been working quite long, so I'm very hungry and had a hot full meal in ages. Been eating apples all this way. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what, what? Even in the in early spring? Yeah, but I came from from the moot and then I had to go over there and went to the wrong place and I have to walk back down here. So actually, I've been travelling longer than, well, I've been travelling a long time. I'm really hungry. Fair enough. Uh, the the fat landlord uh, just goes over to the, the table by the fire and, sit, and leans down on the pair of you uh, that are already sat there. Says, uh, excuse me, good sirs. We got a couple of people come in absolutely soaked just like you are. I don't suppose you'd mind sharing. You need to dry out by the fire. Wave from behind the landlord. Yeah, you can clearly see who these people are. <laughs> Look who it is. I'd all right oh, with can... us, I think. Oh, yeah, we come sit with you. I don't see why not. Okay, so you all sit there. Um, you have your drinks in front of you. Uh, bitter regrets, Pilsner, Amber Magister, and Turnip Fucker, respectively. Um, and your food is on the way. Uh, are you saying or doing anything in particular? Oh, good. Hang up my cloak. Um, <laughs> hang up my cloak by the fire. Um, yeah, uh, I'm well. come out of it. Yeah, yeah. Put down cloak in the same place as Norngills. I imagine yeah. Ebenezer, not being a big fan of alcohol, sort of sips his pilsner. Yeah, he likes the uh, stuff. It just he's worried about it. Yeah, uh, why? Why is he worried about it? Because the concept of addiction is not present in this world. Uh, um, no, because of his unique doom. Dark desire shall lay thee low. Yeah, I don't think it's uh, good luck to go around telling everyone what your doom is, but... Well, no, like I said, <laughs> like, I'm saying this out of character. Yeah, yeah, okay, well, you're from Outdorf, so uh, you're, not, you're, you're not drinking water. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I'm sipping a, okay. a weaker pilsner, the weaker of the end. Yeah. Okay, um... Is anyone, like, drinking to get drunk, or are you all pacing yourselves? No, I mean, Norngal's definitely drunk like... on one turnip fucker, to be realistic. <laughs> I think I've got a uh, consume alcohol of 41, so... He's um... turnip fucked! <laughs> <laughs> so, is that, that a yes, or is everyone just, like, having a drink? I think uh, Norngal's probably, like... He's, he's, knocking him, he's knocking it back, but... Okay, uh, so if you're if you're drinking quickly, uh, those of you that are uh, consume alcohol test. Yeah, that'll, go on then. Roll another ninety. That'll be that'll be an average one uh, for drinking beer, unless you're drinking a turnip fucker, and that's going to be uh, that's going to be challenging. I've rolled a twelve, and I've got forty-one. Okay. Yeah, you're so fine now. Yeah. Oh, piss! Have another one. <laughs> right. So you're starting to get drunk. I've rolled a 99. That's really that's, that's, that's a critical failure. 
Uh, yeah, I don't think you can critically fail uh, a consume alcohol while I'm drinking one beer. I'm not going to imagine. I imagine what happens is he starts drinking it and it goes down the wrong hole and he fucking chokes and chunks some of it yeah. on the floor. It's not the alcohol part, it's the consume part that I feel. Yeah, it's the right. consume part that's been the problem. Lord why are you putting it up your nose? What are you doing? <laughs> no, you, you oh, accidentally drink Ebenezer's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just knock it right back. Yeah, no, you you, you knock it back, uh, and you realise immediately that you haven't had anything to eat all day because it just hits you. Uh, so oh. you're so you're starting to get tipsy. You're like you're minus ten to most of your physical stats now and your intelligence. Uh, I meant to ask: are we, Does this light activity count as resting? Uh, yeah, sitting there by a fire that counts as resting. Yeah, you're going to need some food to remove the fatigue mm-hmm. condition, but. And it's sat and yep, it's on the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, so, do you have anything to say or discuss? Or, or I think Ebenezer will probably be using his gossip to uh, pick up what people are saying around the bar. Okay. Mm-hmm. Might as well. See roll what's going on. Roll it. Sorry. I said roll it, yeah. See, 42. My gossip score is 40. Let's see. Don't have anything else. Yeah, so yeah, that's, that's, that's a marginal failure. Yes, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, you, you're pretty sure you uh, you hear a rumour. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just standard stuff. People say, oh, it's going to rain again tomorrow. This is really bad. The, the, uh, it's going to probably take a turn for the worse. Um, it's uh, the the roads are in appalling condition. The emperor is wasting all his money on the army, not bothering with the roads at all. Mm-hmm. Um, on the, on the back of that, oh, someone else someone else says, "Oh yeah, and uh, there's bandits on the roads as well." Uh, I, I don't know. I was here last week, and uh, a, a coach apparently just didn't come through; completely disappeared. Uh, but the one that you are, you're pretty sure uh, that you've heard this one wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but your understanding is that the Altdorf Zoo has now been shut for weeks because the Emperor's pet griffin has gone on a rampage. Hmm. Last time I saw, last time I went to the zoo, I remember the griffin being pretty tame. Yeah, it is, it is tame. Uh, the the um, you would know this coming from Altdorf. The emperor uses it as a mount in battle, and I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty sure and, I saw a kid feed it a bun once. Yeah, and griffins in this setting are about the size of uh, about the size of an elephant. I ate the kid as well, though. Hmm. Uh, what were you going to say? Yes. Um, when we walked in, did we notice? The coach, you know, the coach that went past us that we jumped out of the way of and got like soaked and muddy. Was is that? Did you say that that was in the? It was leaving. It was leaving. Yeah, there's another coach there. It's ratchet lines. You could get passage on this coach. There are two coachmen in the corner. You can tell they're coachmen because they look like they are. They're dressed up in um, in their big fur coats that all coachmen wear. Uh, you can see that they've got blunderbusses wrapped in oilcloth, uh, which are the traditional weapon of coachmen. Yeah, um, and they are both getting extremely hammered. 
One of them's about late 20s, the other one's about early 40s, a little bit fatter. They, otherwise, they look pretty similar, strangely enough. What, one's got like a, a weird lip? No, it's not these. That, that coach was leaving. These two oh, people that, right, yeah, okay. look, look normal, um, apart from like they're not good looking, not particularly uh, special looking in any way, really. One of them's tall and thin, the other short and fat. They look uh, similar about the face, both sandy hair, one late 20s, other early 40s. Okay. Um, I'm going to go and talk to them, actually, and I'm going to see where they're heading to and just gauge how much it would cost to get a coach to where we're going. Um, I'm also going to f- try and find out if uh, they knew who these people were. And why they're in such a hurry. But, you know, I'm just, just going to gossip and yak to them in my, uh, in the style that I do. Right. Well, let's do it. F- from the top, you knew that that, that is um, the Four Seasons livery that was on the coach. That coach is run by the Four Seasons company, which comes out of Altdorf. Yeah. The one that, that was leaving. This one's Ratchet Lines, which is a different coach company. Okay. Uh, so you go up to them and uh, they are pissed. But, uh, <laughs> Yes, love, what can I do for you? Hello. Before I come over and see you got your, your coach outside, I was wondering if you're... Uh, where, hang on, where are we going? Going to Altdorf. Oh, yeah, yeah we're going to Altdorf tomorrow. Uh, it, it'd be perfect. And it's like, the other one's like, oh, why do you talk like that, Mr. Lander Hick? And he's like, yeah, I have a heim sheep shagger. What, like, time, what time are you going in the morning? Uh, nine well, sharp. How much does it cost if they tagged along to come with you? Well, it's one day's travel, uh, so it would be four shillings. Well, as a group, I got some friends. Well, it would be four shillings for all of them, then, wouldn't it? Four shillings for all of them. No, for each. Oh, I see. You don't do a deal for us? Sounds to me like you're about to make an opposed haggle check. I think I might actually. Why is everything so expensive? <laughs> um, right. If you're peasants, we'll get under forty-eight. Right. Oh well, that's oh a God. big fat no. I rolled ninety-nine. So you actually dropped oh, some of your piss. money on the oh. ground. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, Oops, this I've is dropped... some of the worst rolls I've ever right, seen. Okay. Oops! I've no. dropped my peasant wallet full of nothing. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, this this is opposed now. So uh, this is this is where we go into success levels. Both of you have failed by a wide margin. Uh, so we need to work out what the success levels are, and that is the difference between what you were trying to roll and what you were at, and what you actually rolled in the ends. Okay. You've both done such a bad job. Oh. You just have no idea what to say uh, to one another. Yeah, so- so your haggle skill is um forty. Uh, haggle, hang on. Forty eight. Okay, uh, so you got forty eight, and you rolled a ninety nine. <laughs> yeah. So you'll have five negative success levels. They have a haggle skill, believe it or not, of twenty seven. So they have six negative success levels. So. Uh, Ebenezer, you watch in disgust as the most ham-fisted haggling takes place across the bar. <laughs> so, 
Well, all right then. I suppose we could drop it down to a three per person. I mean, well, you can sit on the roof if you want to. That'll be just one shilling. Well, I'm only little. That, that might work. I go and speak to my friends in a minute and, and go and see like if that's acceptable. But yeah, payment um, in advance, mind. Right. Okay. Uh, so, so where are you from? Are you where are you based around here, or uh, as a halfling, you would you would recognise that accent? He's from he's from Averland, Averland. Averland, okay. Welsh, essentially. There were fellows that were here and then left. They left real quick. Who's 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 they? Well, this is in Four Seasons Company. We've been in this game a long time, you know. There's a ratchet lines. There's no corporate. It's just a fucking nightmare. I I don't know what we're going to do as a company. Uh, They come in here. They have a wheel replaced. And then they go shooting out of there. Off to midnight. They'll be driving all night long. I don't know if they fucking sleep or what they do. Ooh, ah, sounds sounds all that does. Hey, I, I'm I, I'm gone now. By the way, this is Holtz, and he, he slaps. Oh, nice he, to meet you, Gunnar. He slaps Holtz on the back, uh, who is so drunk that he nearly falls out of his chair. <laughs> I'm Serafina. Esmeralda Annie Kate. Nice to meet you. Well, that's quite long. Is it all right if I call you Serafina uh, or something? I just call me Sarah. That that'll do. Okay, well go and talk to your friends and hopefully you can come back here and you know, we take some sort of payment and then you can get going in, in the morning. Yeah, right. So yeah, I'm gonna go and do that, I'm gonna get back okay. to the table and let everyone know that we could Okay, in character then. Oh, I've just been over to that table over there, and they're really nice fellas they are. Um, I, got, I don't know, he's called like Heggie or something, and Alt. But yeah, they, they said that we could uh, go go in their coach tomorrow morning. They're leaving at nine in the morning, and I managed to haggle them down. Um, so we pay like three shillings, no, three pennies, isn't it? Not three shillings. Three shillings, okay. Wait. I was going to say, that's really cheap. Uh, three shillings. If we could pay three shillings each, then we can get a lift down there if you didn't really see, like, walking it and, and stuff. And, uh, I mean, I'm I'm quite happy to go on the roof. I'm only little. I don't think you would fit on no, there. They, they, they but, uh, they, yeah, they, yeah, the coach would... seats six people inside and a lot of luggage. So people quite regularly sit on the roof of coaches. Well, if you sit on the roof, it's only one shilling, which I think is a right bargain. Okay, you hear at this point, you hear Gustav's voice coming from roughly the direction of the window. You can't keep a civil tongue in your head. Get out of my inn. Like, talk towards you as a group. What's the matter? What have I said? Yeah, it's the crow sat on the windowsill. 
and then it says, ah, sit by the fire. Well, good job on potentially bankrupting some of us there, Piecrust. Do what, I'll go thank our, um, our, uh, what's what I'm looking for? Our new company for, well, their generous offer. And Ebenezer gets up to talk to our coaching buddies. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're, one of them has, like, passed out by this point. His, his head is down on the table. Uh, as you approach, he snaps upright uh, and immediately grabs his tankard of ale and continues to drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one is staring with a sort of fixed look at some point about an inch in front of his nose. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen. Yes, can I help you? I would like to thank you for offering us, uh, well, offering us a room in your carriage all the way to outdoor for a quite reasonable sum. My name is Ebenezer Goo. Have you heard of me? Nor should I have. Yeah, probably not if you're from out of outdoor, but I... Well, well, can't you tell? Yeah, well, I come... I am in the business of coming by merchandise from all over the Reitland. And... Well, to say thanks, I would be interested in giving you chaps a little bit of a discount. Like what? I said, walking all the way to outdoor. What the fuck are you talking about? I, I, don't, I don't really understand this, to be honest. I mean, you're, you're supposed to be paying us, aren't you? Exactly. Why are you going to give us a discount? But you're giving us a ride, which is very good of you. You're giving us a ride for a price, that's still fine. And so, as we're both men no, of business, I no, would like to sell you some things. No, you don't give us a discount. That's called haggling. It's already been done. You want to no. sell me something? Yes. Well, I don't have very much money because you haven't paid me yet. No, oh, here you go. Three shillings. I pop my three shillings in front of him. Okay, and you want to sit inside then? Mm-hmm. You're not sitting on the roof, okay? He, uh, no, he takes it and he's like, Hey, uh, Gunner, uh, I'm a fucking Gunner, and I? Gustav. Gustav, come over here. Yeah, um, there's a couple of glasses of, of schnapps and a couple more of the turnip fucker, please. And Gustav does not look impressed. Gustav apparently is the fat innkeeper, uh, but he serves him. He goes away. He gets two glasses of schnapps and two more pints of turnip fucker, mm-hmm. and they, and both of them just neck mm-hmm. both of them in impressive speed, and they're immediately spending your money on more drink. Yeah, that's fine. Well, Gunny, you I, seem to be a bright and in, uh, entrepreneurial young lad. What are you talking about? I'm 43. Sorry. You seem to be a bright and entrepreneurial man. Well, I like to think so. And I'm guessing that you travel around a fair bit. No. No? With a carriage and an accent and taking an accent like that? I imagine you're a man of the world. Uh, I was trying to be sarcastic. Probably didn't come across, did it? It's fine. It's fine, buddy. It's not for everyone. Oh. But, well, oh, fuck it. <clears throat> easy there, easy. Yeah. Yeah, well... So, you're wandering round. 
you're yeah. doing you're doing business. Do you know yeah. your carriage strikes an impressive image? You know it would make me a more impressive image if you stepped out of that carriage looking like an elector count himself. Okay. Now what what do the counts have that uh, most people don't get to get to wear very often? Rune fangs. <laughs> well, yes, of course. But no, they're decked out in jewellery. I have a few choice pieces that won't break the bank. It'll give you a more impressive figure, give you a little bit more standing with other people. And, like I said, thanks to, thanks to you, uh, give me a care, right, I'm willing to shuffle on the price a little bit. Uh, I'm tempted. Go on, let's have a look at it then. Yep, I take the pieces out. Okay, uh, are they any good? A fair few of them are pretty, a fair few of them are pretty yeah, good, I'm but t- they're not uh, like yeah, impressive, like a uh, cut, I imagine. Yeah, make an evaluate to see if you've got good stuff. Uh, I think. All right. Let's see. My evaluate is forty-seven. Yeah. So oh, but I get a plus ten because I'm the super numerate. Oh yeah, for yeah. Okay. Twenty-four. Pass. Okay, so yeah, you got some some decent stuff there. A couple of silver rings, and I said, "Oh, it, ooh, that's bloody nice. That is, I like that." Like I said, Gunner, you're a man of the world, and I am a man who knows goods when I come across them. Yes. Uh... Okay then, uh, tell you what, I knock down the price to uh, to a shilling for you only, and I take that nice ring. Gunner, my friend, that is a deal. Okay, so that's what he does. Uh, mm-hmm. He picks up the ring, um, jams it onto his finger uh, with such force that you are actually worried that he may never be able to get it off. Um, I'm not worried, it's not my problem. And then, Proceeds to use his uh, his second shilling uh, to order yet more drink from uh, Gustav. While Ebenezer is haggling, uh, palm- simultaneously palming off stolen goods and reducing his coach fare. I'm a um, as the <laughs> yeah, as the uh, as the two um, coachmen now seem poised to vomit all over the place. Uh, they are looking more and more green. Um, the uh, the lady in the corner with her entourage, uh, as you can probably assume that is, uh, is has received her food. She's got a full plate of the daily roast and is picking at it. Uh, the skinny man with the uh, with the bad beard and the bad, and the worse haircut uh, is still engrossed in his book, occasionally sipping at his uh, at his ale. And the tall, handsome man with the lace shirt and the long dark hair. Uh, turns towards you, he, he, which uh, shows that he's got a waxed moustache, and he uh, strides over to the table. Uh, hello, um, nice to meet you. Uh, my name is Philippe. Uh, uh, what, what are your names, and and, and what is? Uh, where are you from? Uh, the Ebenezer, you're not here. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is. I'm I'm Straw. I just. I come from around the river. <laughs> uh, I see. And 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 uh, where are you heading? 
Altorf? Is that right? <laughs> Immediately forgot. I'm yes, so sorry. Is, yeah. We're heading to Altorf, I say with confident ah. confidence. And and the others of you? Uh, what What is your name, little one? Oh, hello. My name's Serafina. Serafina. Oh, hello, Serafine. Uh, I was talking to the other little one. Oh. Well, my name's Serafina, anyway. It's nice to meet you, Philippe. Uh, hello. Uh, you are a, a, a dwarf, correct? Yes, that's right. My name's uh, Norngal. Pleasure. Uh, and, oh, and, and you're all heading to, to Altdorf together? It would certainly seem so. Peace for now. So, so uh, and and what what is taking you there? If if you do not mind me asking, I do not mean to be intrusive. I'm just trying to make pleasant conversation here. Uh, I'm I'm just looking for work. Yeah, I see. Uh, that brings many people to outdoor uh, in Britannia, uh, where I am from. Uh, as you can probably tell, uh, we have a saying uh, is that the streets of Altdorf are, are supposed to be paved with gold. Uh, when I went there, uh, there was uh, just dung. Uh, anyway, um, can can I I buy a, a round of drinks? That sounds real good. Yes, uh, these, they do have wine here. It is not cheap, but... I do know that they have a particular vintage, which is a favourite of mine, but they do not know what they have, as he strokes the tip of his nose. I find this man suspicious. I'm not saying this out loud, but I find him suspicious. Okay, are you looking at him suspiciously? The eyes may be narrowed a little. Okay, make, uh, make make me an intuition. Uh, and this will be Ooh. opposed by his call. Let me check where is intuition. Oh, that's the, that's just a stat, isn't it? Um, yeah. No, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a skill that's based on initiative. Sorry, I, I don't know what abbreviations mean. Okay, so I've got thirty-four, so I will roll, and I've rolled forty-nine. <laughs> yeah. Thirty-nine, did you say? I think it was 49. Yeah, I had 32. No, okay. I had, sorry, uh, I had, yeah, I had so, 34 and I rolled 49. Sorry. Okay, so that's one degree or uh, one negative degree of success. Uh, he has got 19 on there. His cool is higher than that. So he's succeeded. Uh, you can be convinced that he's got an agenda if you want, but you're not able to psych him out he doesn't seem to be playing anything uh anyway he um he calls over gustav and who is, comes over with a dusty bottle of uh, what appears to be some sort of bretonian wine uh blows the dust off it uh uncorks it and he's uh, brought over a few tumblers because he doesn't have enough wine glasses uh, philippe sits down at the table and uh, pours out the wine in uh, in equal measure with one for your absent companion. And he says, uh, So, um, does anyone here know how to play uh, Scarlet Empress? Maybe we could play a game of cards to pass the time. Would we know? 
Uh, do you have any, does anyone have any ranks in Gamble? Uh-huh. I don't. I'm not there. <laughs> no, I've not made any... I've not got any advances in it, if that's what you mean. No, me neither. I am a good God-fearing child. Don't, nobody has any ranks in... Well, not Renald, but all the other gods. <laughs> um, yeah, so nobody's got any ranks in Gamble. Uh, so you know what you know roughly what it's like. What it's like. Uh, Scarlet Empress is is a simple game. Uh, rough, it's uh, similar to Blackjack. So, uh, but you wouldn't be any good at it, and you would have a sketchy understanding of the rules. Hit me! You've hit thirty already. I said, hit me! I might get negative value cards. <laughs> Negative success levels on the gamble roll reduce the value of it. <laughs> and he t- he takes out a uh, pack of cards which are very ornately painted in Victorian fashion and begins to shuffle them. Probably never seen such expensive paper. Uh, probably not. To be frank. <laughs> I look on with amazement. Are the are cards like gilt? Are they particularly shiny? Uh, no, they're they're like made out of stiffened parchment, essentially. Uh. Uh, but they're very the uh, the faces of them have been hand painted on, very ornately. Norngal's not that impressed. No, nah, not shiny enough. Probably just takes so, back uh, of a spoon attempt, to impress I, me. I cannot tempt anybody to a hand. Uh, we don't. We do not even have to play for stakes. We could play for matchsticks or something like this. I don't have to risk any of my <laughs> non-existent wealth, and I will happily play with this oh, strange stranger. No, you look like a uh, an intelligent woman. I'm sure you. Or man, I'm not. I am not entirely sure. Um, it's fine. Re- regardless of this, uh, I I would. I am sure that you would. Uh, you would best me in only a few hands. But uh, he leans down and picks up uh, with an air of disappointment several pieces of straw from the floor mm-hmm. and starts breaking them into roughly <laughs> even sized lengths and begins tying <laughs> them up uh, between you and him and anyone else that wants to play as well. Anyone playing uh, cards for pieces of straw? Uh, my mm. how disdainful. <laughs> my heart. Okay, um, roll, roll a gamble check then. <laughs> so is that, would I just use the characteristic uh, or, or just uh, zero? If, if you don't, no, if you don't have any ranks in gamble... <laughs> Uh, gamble, as you see on the on your character sheet on the left hand side, it's got the basic skills. That's the ones that anyone can try. So gamble's based on intelligence. If you don't have any rank, you what's your intelligence? Uh, is intelligence int or i? Sorry, int. So it should be int. I, I okay, so 30, 32 then. Yeah. So am I just rolling? D one hundred all the time, yeah, and he'll be rolling okay. his. And I'm I'm gonna be doing this in secret. Oh goody. Okay. Um need my dice actually. My help. If I I can never bloody remember. Is a zero zero on the big dice? One hundred. 
so I got a hundred and how would I have gotten a hundred and nine? <laughs> oh, so you got zero nine. Yeah, that's what I was checking. I don't know which way oh, around. I thought, that I, thought, was. I thought you meant zero on both dice. Oh, no, sorry, sorry. Um, so I rolled a nine then. Okay. I'm gonna have so much straw. I hate gam- Something I to hate sleep on at night. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I hate many, it. Yeah. How many pieces of straw did you wager? Um, just one because I'm very nervous. And okay, I think uh, this man may be hustling me. <laughs> okay, he uh, he raises his eyebrow as he uh, as he licks his finger, picks up the two pieces of straw on his wet index finger, and adds them back to your pile, uh, putting down his hand. Very good. Uh, as I said, you are natural. Uh, Ebenezer, at this point, you are walking back to the table. You see the uh, foppish-looking Bretonian uh, with a deck of cards. Playing cards with Stur for uh, for pieces of straw. Uh, you also notice. Uh, make an evaluate. Okay, I'm evaluating. Yeah. I've got fuck ten to this because I'm super numerate. Super numerate. Twenty-five. Uh, success levels. Us. Uh, and my evaluate is uh, 47. Okay, two success levels. Or three, effectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, you uh, the, this uh, as you turn around and see this guy sat at the table, his clothes, uh, every item of clothing that he's wearing is worth at least a crown. But deck, that deck of mm-hmm. cards, each piece of it is like a work of art. That, that thing's worth a fortune. Mm-hmm. And the wine that he's ordered, uh, he only paid a few shillings for it, uh, as he said. Mm-hmm. That is a Bretonian vintage that's about 40 years old, and collectors would kill to get their hands on that. Hmm. You can't read what's... Uh, you, can't read, <laughs> you can't read the bottle, but you can tell from the design. This guy is loaded, and uh, chances are he's not going to stop at uh, pieces of straw. Hmm. I think I leave the others to get themselves broke, and I make my way to Gustav and see if he has any, any other wines. Oh yeah, we got uh, got loads of wine. Um, it depends what you want. We got uh, we got hock things like that. That's uh, that's only two shillings. Um, have you got any more of that foreign wine? Um, that Bretonian gent's oh, drinking. Uh, I'll have to go down and see. Uh, I, I he asked me if I had any Bretonian wine. I gave him the first bottle that that I had. I'll go down and have a look. Uh, okay, he comes down. Uh, I'm going to say, if you can, if you spend a fortune point, he's got another bottle. Ah, uh, only fortune points. The top on uh, I've got four fate yeah, points. Means, fate and fortune. Got... Yeah, if you've got if you've got four fate points, that means you have four fortune points. These renew every session, and I would urge people to use them before the end of the session. Well, yeah, I'm definitely using it then because I want a bottle of wine I can complete my short-term ambition yeah, he, with. He comes back up. Uh, it's uh, f- yeah, four shillings. Uh, this is a he squints at the label. Paravon. What does that say? Uh, Merlot. 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 Yes. Uh, hmm, I've heard about Merlot, especially like um. 
one of the supposed to be one of their like uh it's like their peasant strong stuff, isn't it? Oh, as I essentially try and hag I'm trying to haggle. Okay, <laughs> uh, like, roll, uh, roll a haggle yeah. then. It's yeah, basically I'm saying that's not all that good, you know. Thirteen. Right. I might have to have uh, Sez come over and have a look at this, but I've actually rolled zero nine. Uh, no, what's, your, what's your haggle? Please verify. Um, but my haggle is 39, but I get a plus 10 using my deal maker. Right, okay, I will have to check what uh, Gustav's fucking haggle score is now. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, he's got a haggle of 62. Jesus. So you've just gone up to him and gone, this wine, uh, this is piss, this. Yeah, so he's, he's got... <laughs> So he's got a zero on his tens die. He's got a skill of sixty, so that's an effective six success levels. What do, what's the what's uh, the result with? Uh... Oi! I got a not, not you. These cats are growling at each other. Oi! I got a thirteen on my haggle. I get a plus ten, and so that's four. I got three skip, uh, three over. Yeah, but you got you had an effective skill of fifty-seven, wasn't it? Uh, for my haggle, I've got an effective skill of forty-nine. Okay, so you got three success. Look, yeah, he's not budging. He's, well, yeah. you know, it's it's difficult to get any hands on this stuff, and sometimes people come in and they want wine, and you know, I can't be giving everything away from free when there is a cost involved with it. You know, that's fair enough, Gustav. Like I said, I'm I'm in the mood for some foreign fancies. Okay, he hands it over to you. Uh, You you can't read the label, so you don't know what this is. It would probably be best for you to learn a Paravon Merlot. Uh, Back at the table, Mm -hmm. what are the uh, the two demi-humans doing? Oh, they don't use that term anymore, but you know what I mean. Gone mad. You're mad? No, no, sorry, it cut me off. I said PC gone mad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just bad. my bad voice detection again I can't hear no I can't hear you says ah so, so, there we go you're fine fine. Now. hello oh. yeah what, what are you doing halfling and dwarf as you watch these two um, play a, the most boring game of cards in the world have we had our food yet has that actually arrived it uh You've you've only been in here for about half an hour at this point. Uh, I would say, yeah, it, mm-hmm. it's uh, it it will arrive uh, about now unless there's anything you want to do. I'm I'm, I'm... swaying gently. Um... Yeah, you're, no, okay. you're, you're not you're not that drunk. You're drunk. No, nah, I've I've got my beer jacket on. I'm yeah. enjoying the warmth of the fire. Okay, um, I'm pretty just much that... just ignoring these idiots. Okay, Gustav bustles back with the meat and potato pie, the pea soup, the uh, the beef stew, and what was the other thing that was ordered? Soup. Pea soup. Yeah, was still the... had the soup. Norngal had a pie, I think. Yeah. Oh, and uh, yeah, there was two pies. Yeah, two he, pies. He, he comes back, uh, and, and it, it smells delicious. To be honest. Mm-hmm. Delish. Uh, and he does call over to you hungrily yeah, to come back and eat it. And uh, Philippe's there, but he's, I have already eaten, but please please go ahead. 
too frightened to get soup on the card, so I think I'll wait for a minute. My mother brought me up well. Okay. But he's, he's just chatting, he's making polite small talk. He's, uh, he's primarily talking to you now, Ebenezer, because he's been having uh, like a bit of a gossip with everyone else. Uh, but he doesn't say anything of any relevance, um, apart from the fact that he's been coming down the Middenheim Road as well. Uh, and in the evenings, he's been noticing various different coloured lights on the horizon. Uh, anyone else got anything to do as you eat your food? Hmm. Oh, you can all lose that fatigue condition, by the way, now. You? Like, yes. Hmm. Okay, so... The only people we haven't talked to are the uh, fancy-looking women in the corner, if I uh, remember. There's also a small, weaselly-looking man. <laughs> Uh, with a bad beard. Um, he sounds perfect. <laughs> uh, as you t- turn around uh, the, uh, to, to look over there, uh, you do observe, mm-hmm. like, Gunner just uh, just sort of stand up, drag halts to his feet, and they, it, as if they planned it, they do a synchronised vomit. Oh. Mm-hmm. All over the That would be impressive if it weren't so fucking disgusting. And... Uh, yeah, they, they just stagger out of the room. Uh, she's, uh, she's over there just picking at her food still. Uh, the bodyguard is, is drinking her wine. You can tell she's a bodyguard because she's dressed like she is. Mm. And the other one just looks like a servant. And she's just staring vacantly into space. As is the bar guard. <laughs> and uh, Gustav is still bustling around. He's over to your table every three minutes. Your food, all right? Anything I can do mm. for you? Do you want another drink? Yeah, I'm good, Gustav. But what's the deal with um, them over there? Oh, oh, this! Look, you'll never believe this. I got a proper noble in my establishment today. That is the lady, Isolde von Strudeldorf. I don't know where Strudeldorf is. You heard of it? Uh, hmm. I do have knowledge, uh, Reichland. Yeah, roll. May I roll it? Yeah. All right. No, you don't. You've got. Um, you've got. Law Reichland. Yes. Yeah. She. She's uh, dressed in the manner of a drug holder. So. Yeah. So. Oh, right. So no. Yeah. Uh, Fourteen. Yeah. Um. Out of no, nice. thirty-seven. Yeah. No, you've ne- you've never heard of a place called Strudeldorf or a family called the von Strudeldorfs. This doesn't mean that they don't exist. It just means. But if they do, they're not a particularly prominent noble family. Can't that that I have, Gustav. Know where they're from, or where Strudeldorf is? Uh, I'm no, an outdoor boy myself. No, no idea. Oh, you, you, me, me too. Um, I, I, I grew up there, but uh, you know, sort of maybe a different place than you did. Uh, you know, different accent, and so I don't mean to say you know anything wrong, but you know, my dad was a was a burger. Um, yeah, Strudeldorf. I, I, I don't I don't know. Uh, maybe they do pies there or something. I, I I've got no idea. Um, never heard of them. Puts but, me in mind of. Uh... Look, I I love it. Uh, look, I've never I'm, I can't remember the last time I had it. I know that I've had them in here. No, like proper real nobles. Another type that pay their bill with gold. 
like a real gold coin. My word. Right. And these are they, the proper sort? They must be, mustn't they? I mean, who goes round? You've got a servant there, a bodyguard or something. She goes around with both of them. She pays their way. She pays her way. I presume she pays their wages. And then she comes into in here and tries to buy herself an ale with a gold crown. It's, it's just beyond the moon for me, immortals like us, isn't it? Gustav, you lucky man. I am a lucky man. And then, what a fine establishment you run. Could have happened to a better man. Pat him on the back. Yeah. Um, Ingratiate myself with the innkeeper. Uh, he, he he grins in uh, obvious delight. Mm. Uh, and uh, walks away. Mm-hmm. Clean up all this fucking shit, hairpin. Uh, who's not uh, being? Who's not gambling with Renault? Uh, nobody like is. He's, uh, he's oh, taken, finished. He's, yeah, he's taken a break so you can eat your food. Uh, is is quite satisfying. Apart from uh, apart from to Serafina with her acute sense of taste, it's not as good as halfling food. Um, well, inferior n- pie. No, it's just it's, <laughs> it's, got no, it's got no subtlety to it. You've got a pie, and it's just like literally meat and potatoes in some pastry with a bit of gravy added, and you're constantly thinking. Oh, not enough salt. Could they put some time in this or something like that? Would I have some time on me because I'd like have some herbs maybe with me? But I'd just have some contraband. Um, the real drugs. Herbs. Yeah. Because uh, let's, I, I will let you make a law herbs uh, <laughs> to have been foraging along the forest path because that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <sighs> the size says it all. Ah, oh, no, well, law herbs, hang on, where's that? Well, it's, like, it's variously named, it's either law herbs or law plants. Law plants is, uh, yeah, I might actually roll with proper dice rather than this one, because it's not my friend tonight. A bit cursed today, yeah, it's barely anything sub-80 or 70. Well, that's... that's- so no, <laughs> I've already rolled. It's not fair for me to roll it again. So. Okay. What did you get? Seventy. Yeah, you haven't found anything useful. Okay. Um. Yeah, so it's it's tolerable, but it's not good. Uh, by everyone else's standards, the food is good. Yeah, N- Norngal by by like comparison is just like shoveling it in with both hands. Yeah, yeah. The the whole lot of you is starving. Even yeah. if you didn't like it, you'd eat it. Because you haven't had anything to eat. Licking the plate clean and all that stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, Philippe is uh, shuffling his uh, his cards still uh, as Ebenezer comes back. Is a good choice, mm-hmm. my friend, uh, as he observes the bottle of wine. Hmm. You uh, seem to be quite the aficionado. Uh, uh, I don't call myself an aficionado. I am from Paravon, you see. Uh, so it is just a, a little taste of home. I ask at every inn if they have it, uh, and they never do. And today is a is a lucky day. You see, I make I make new friends. Uh, I get my favorite wine. Uh, do you play cards, perchance? Oh, off and on, for fun usually. I can sometimes a few small wages with friends. He he gives a little grin. Uh, well, can tonight be an on? 
I think tonight can be an officer. Okay, uh, he brings them out and starts shuffling very enthusiastically. You, you strike me as an individual that has some experience. Uh, what is your game of choice? Uh, um, I, I prefer Skeleton Press, but they can play Five Knives, uh, Sigma's Folly, uh, Around Tree. I've always been a fan of Five Knives, but Dealer's Choice. Five Knives it is. Uh, and what are the stakes, monsieur? Uh, I will play for anything, but um, if I'm playing for less than two shillings, I consider this a waste of my time. Right, and the, well, we wouldn't want to waste your time now, would we? Yeah, and the, the, those of you that are in brass tier careers, this, that is like <laughs> astonishing. That's like a that's like a week's wages. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's more money than I started the game with. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, sadly uh, clutch my piece of straw. So you get out my wine and disbelief. Uh, I'm playing for two shillings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, roll down. Alright, let's see, I get a plus 10 up to this, so my gambling is an effective 46. <laughs> Ooh, 55. Yeah, astonishingly, he got even worse than that, uh, so he <laughs> wins two shillings. Hmm. I said, oh, very well done. Uh, another round? Of course, double or nothing. Double or quits, uh, okay. Why are you like this? Let's make a gamble then. <laughs> because Ebenezer is here for money. <laughs> I know, but please, I need to get the couch tomorrow, please. I'm not gambling with your money. <laughs> no, I know, but you, I, I, we okay, could become uh... friends and you could pay for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My short-term yeah. ambition, make a new friend. <laughs> okay, um, what you get? Uh, sorry, I haven't rolled yet. Oh, sorry, I thought you had and were discussing things in the meantime. Double O four. Okay, so you win this one, and he looks—he absolutely, actually looks flabbergasted. Mister, oh, you—you are too good for me. Um, perhaps one one last chance to make good my losses. Fair enough. Same stakes. Same stakes or double O nothing. Same stakes. You say you want to make it back. If I do have four shillings of my money now, same stakes would be two. Fair enough. I wouldn't want to impoverish uh, a knight of Bretonia. Oh, I am not a knight, monsieur. I would not wish to become one. Anyway. <laughs> not a career for everyone. Okay. What you get? Let's find out. Not so good. 45. Which I... Is that success level? Quick gander. Ooh, that is a part a success by one. Okay. Um, yeah, I just yeah. So he's got an effective fourteen there uh, against his gamble skill, which is seventy-five. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, he, so he wins this one. So he wins, yeah. He, he's just don't bother changing your money. He wins it all back. <laughs> oh. This is a close fight for the match. Um, Gods are smiling on you tonight. Hmm. Ronald, as you say, but uh, the lady does not smile on me. Uh, what are we doing now? 
do you want to play one last game just so they can be our winner and our loser? I think we'll both be winners, but let's see who gets the money. Good fun is always its own reward in some ways. Original sticks? Yeah, why not? Two shillings. All right, let's roll. 27. Hello? Yep, 07. He got 07? Yeah, seven degrees of success. Um, 27, that's like, what, two degrees of success for me? Yeah, so he, he wipes he wipes the floor with you, uh, and uh, well, um, since I'm not, uh, I am quite tired. Uh, thank you for the game. Uh, he reaches out to shake your hand. I take it. Uh, I am on it, honestly. Uh, if it was going to be a big game, uh, I I could stay up all night. But uh, since I do not want to win any more pieces of straw. Uh, I will. I will retire to bed. Uh, I. I wish yeah. you good night, and I will see you in the morning. See you in the morning, Renault. Uh, my name is Philippe. Oh, sorry. I thought it was Renault. I'll see you like. See you in the night, Philippe. Uh, and I will. I will see you in the uh, in the morning. Also, uh, Johan. And he winks and he leaves. Yeah, I, I flash him a smile. Uh, okay. Well, Yeah, that was a close game, except the last one. But fucking trounced. Well, those Bretonians aren't as floppy as they look. The straw comment. You're still we don't like gambling. You've got enough vices as it is. <laughs> yeah. Why not? What's wrong with gambling? Passes the time. Nobody right. gets hurt. I got better things to do. Baking, baking pies and getting wet. Doing like that, yeah. It's working wet. Okay. <laughs> said it's honest work getting wet. Oblivious of what? how that sounds. Well, maybe to- maybe for you, tall boy, but you know, uh, I'll, st- I'll stick to others. You treat your job. Were you talking to me? Yeah. Sorry, I'm I'm really high up. The sound doesn't always make it all the way here. Could you just repeat yourself, please? I said that's actually your job. Yeah. And anyway, where are you go? Why are you going outdoors? Uh, you going rivers there? I mean, maybe. I just, to be frank, don't have a lot of money, and I thought maybe I could find a little bit more money, bring some home. Not really sure. Hmm. There's always money to be made in Outdorf. Believe me, I know. Yeah. What sort of what sort of work are you looking for in Outdorf? Uh, I've not really thought it through very much. Just you know, something less yucky. Well, you're a big, strong lad. How tall? How tall are you upright? Uh. Can I count? <laughs> Do I know count. numbers? Yeah, I'm uh, 
That's why uh, the talent spot's supernumerate and not numerate. Yeah, okay, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I'm about six six one, I think, last time I checked. And how wide you, boy? And how wide? How wide, yeah? How wide? He's a not, wide boy. I've not really checked, to be <laughs> honest. Not the widest. Well, looks you've got a good set of shoulders on you, and it looks like you've got a good enough head that, uh, you know, it won't get you into too much trouble. I could probably find you some work. Oh, that would be really helpful. Thank you. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure I won't regret this at all. <laughs> <laughs> you say that. <laughs> <laughs> No, but my expression betrays it very clearly. Okay, uh, by this point, the noblewoman and her entourage have gone upstairs, uh, as has mm-hmm. uh, Philippe, the only person left uh, left standing, as the, mm-hmm. uh, the coachmen are still here, uh, but are just sort of staggering about, going between vomiting, uh, falling over, drinking more, They've been doing this all night long, singing, joking, laughing, talking, singing, joking, drinking, 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 drinking. They are absolutely blackout drunk at this point. They're not being any hassle to anyone, but they will not stop, you know, talking. But you can't understand a word they say now, but they seem to understand each other perfectly. The noblewoman and her entourage have gone up to bed, as has Philippe, the guy with the bad beard... Is uh is still there? Nose embedded in his book. Uh, can we see the book title? Has he got it like sort of upright? Well, you, you, you can't read. Does anyone in the party read? Excuse you. I'm pretty sure I can read. No, you can't. No, I think it is What's... a talent that you need to have. Yeah, read write. Crikey! Okay, yeah, never mind. I'm, I'm just going to be one second. I feel like that's a talent somebody here needs to take. <laughs> What were the chances? Nongar has no need for books. <laughs> I can tell you how much a book's worth. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> Can't tell you what it says. They're full of much longer words than could ever be useful. Hmm. I have a feeling, ladies and gents, that these nobles will be. This noble woman might be prime material for ripping off. But she has a big bodyguard. And my bodyguards are pretty small. Excuse you? Um, I mean, if she's going the same way as us in the morning, didn't he say she's gone to bed? Yeah. The bodyguard is taller than me, but I'm sure we could make conversation it's about being tall. Pretty, it's also, I'm pretty sure they've got, like, better armour. <laughs> it's all sort of thing. Oh, how do you get into the uh, tall person business? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's all nepotism. <laughs> it's who you're born to. Yeah, um, I was worried about that. Yeah, you're tall. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yeah, you. You're probably born to tall people. Your uncle's also tall. He is not as tall as me. You said this other lady was taller than me, though. You who? said she was six. Wait, the, I, see, I the... said she's over six foot tall, so she's about your height. Oh, uh, we can be friends. Uh, she's, she's gone to bed. No, I know, but in the morning, I'm yeah. going to dream about her and go <laughs> of us like frolicking in a, a meadow. With my uncle, who is also slightly tall. 
What, <laughs> there are particularly tall uh, cornflowers in this meadow. Everything's yeah. just tall. Just... Or like sunflowers. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, Ebenezer, you can't you can't read. The only literate person of the party is uh, is Serafina because she's got university training. Hmm. Get a load of old clever clogs. Well, we don't know that. Actually, has Serafina betrayed the fact that she is a reader? No. She said she's a. She said she's been to university, so presumably she can read. But she hasn't actually said I can read. Blacking it. <laughs> <laughs> Might have just been some I, vocational courses. I would have read the names on the cards, but I would not have really like mentioned that, except for the coaching people that I talked to. Yeah, this it's livery. It's not it's not names. It doesn't have like ratchet lines written on the side. All oh, right, okay. Distinctive colours that they use. Yeah. Um, that, so, okay, I, I, those I, us simple folks can still figure out who's who. Yeah. Like above above the uh, the door was the inside. It's called the Coach and Horses Inn. There was a picture of literally a coach and some horses, uh, but it would be written underneath. But there's no point pointing that out to to uh, Norngal and Ebenezer as the first people that come up because they can't read. <laughs> Just like pointing at the sign. Look, Coach and Horses. Yeah, I yeah, I know. Exactly. I can see that. Yeah. So you see him with his nose embedded in this book. You can't read what it says on the cover. He has a pathetic beard, though. Yeah, it's pretty pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> Norgal is not impressed. Yeah, he's, he looks like he's trying very, very hard to grow it and is having less success than uh, than Uncle Phil. Very. Maybe I should go and talk to him. Very poor beard, yeah. and he reads. No, thank you. I could offer him one of my magic big, well, a beard potion, a hair growth well, because that worked so well for Uncle Phil. Oh. Wow. <laughs> he's, he's got hair on the sides of his face. <laughs> Did he not think to put it on the top? Oh, it just must have slid down. He started on his beard and he ran out before he reached... He started with the right. sides but ran out before he reached you're the gonna top. Go, you're going to go over and talk to him then? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Uh... He he completely ignores you until you, unless you say something. Oh hello, how are you doing? Oh, fine, thanks. Don't mind me talking, do you, dear? My name's Serafina. What's your name? Ernst Heidelman. Nice to meet you, Ernst. I see you're reading a book there. What are you reading? Why why do you ask? I'm going to have a look at this, if there's like a title on it. And then if there is, I'll say. Okay, as you're looking over his shoulder, he he picks up the book and he just shows you the cover. Leeches and their curative properties. Uh, Oh, leeches! Yes, leeches. I'm going to Altdorf to study to become a physician. I've got a lot of studying to do for my university entrance exam. A physician? No, my uncle's a physician. He went and studied, become a physician. I'm going to Outdorf to go and pick up my pottery license. Leeches are fantastic things. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, you don't say. And he puts his nose back into the book. He's really pleasant, isn't he? 
I really like your your uh, your beard. Do you know what? You can, I've got like a perfect um, thing in my apothecary that I could get you sometime if you're interested. It makes your hair grow really wiry and mad. It's amazing stuff. Yes, well, I'm I'm only seventeen. I'm sure these things will come with time. Eyes back to the book. Okay. <laughs> Um, do any of us overhear this conversation at all? Uh, probably. There's no one else left in the bar now, apart from you and this guy. Oh, good. Uh, and where the, are you, the where are you from? By the time I was your age... <laughs> By the time I was your age, my beard was already to the floor. Yeah, I can hear you now. What, what, what's, what were the questions that were being asked? Um, where's he from? Well, with this accent, he's yeah. a Westlander, or possibly okay. a Westlander. Uh, did anyone else have a question? Because I thought I heard someone query something. I just said, so think... did somebody say leeches? Because uh, I've been uh, known to gather yeah, oh, leeches. Right. So, as soon as you hear about the leeches, you're making your way over there. So just as Seraphina like, turns <laughs> yeah. back from his table dejected and he tries to read his book again. <laughs> I haven't spoken to anybody today, apart go from on, Cardsman, who made me feel small. <laughs> go, go on then, talk to him. Oh, you don't need a book to learn about leeches. Just ask me. <laughs> I'm a river woman. I say a bit too keen and smile. I, I thank you. I'm not looking for a supply of leeches. I am reading about what they do. You know, if you have the bloody flux, it can suck out the blood so it doesn't come out in your flux. It's quite interesting. Amazing. Please tell me more. I'd rather not. Oh. <laughs> uh, is there a, is there a chair at this table, or is it is it he's just no he's, he's very he's alone. Just the <laughs> he's not on the floor. <laughs> no, of course, there's a chair. No, I mean, is there another chair, or is he picked like a like an area with no other chair? You know, when there's like a spare yeah, no, that's chair. A, that's another chair, yeah. I sit down and I just smile. Okay, uh, <laughs> he doesn't lift his eyes from the book. I don't like this man. I don't as think I'm he... going to make a friend here. Yeah, he, he he doesn't lift his eyes from the book as he stands, lifting the book, still reading it, and moves to a different table. Oh my goodness. Everyone in this coach inn has hurt me today. Um, I'm actually quite sad. I returned to the fireside where we've been sitting. Oh. Have a chicken to drink. You what? Oh, it's the crow again. Where's that come from? It came from the raster, this is a crow. This bird talks nonsense. I do not like it. <laughs> His story is a funny fellow. He's well grumpy. Wasn't he horrible? I don't, what, I don't know what you got out of him, but he, he didn't want to talk to me. He. 
move tables to get away from me. Oh, how rude. I know. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to like outdoor. <laughs> Norngal pipes up um, very loudly. I'd be fed up too with a beard like that. <laughs> and he thinks this is the most hilarious thing anyone has said all night. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, Gustav looks over a bit offended. Um, uh, this guy doesn't lift his uh, his hair from the book, but the crow has now got a uh, a new catchphrase because as soon as you stop doing that, it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we love it. I've changed my mind. I like this bird. <laughs> uh, I walk over Wait to Gustav. What? So this is just going to degenerate into more girl laughing at each other. Absolutely, until he gets tired. Who? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Hmm. I would like to go up to Gustav and order two pills now. No problem at all. Uh that'll be six pennies. I pay him the six pennies? Yeah, the uh he tells the barman to pour them, which he does, and then takes them mm-hmm. back himself and gives them back to you. Mm-hmm. So, but it's no need for this, really. You know, I wait, I wait tables and things. You can just flag me down. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, I take the uh, cuts from him and thank him. Yeah, they're they're big, like two pint uh, mm-hmm. wooden steins that you get in Warhammer mm-hmm. World. So. I sit across from uh, Scranglebeard. Uh, Johan was yep. it? Mm-hmm. Ernst. I. Ernst, yeah. I don't I think anyone. Play... Told, I, I don't think anyone told you this, though. Yeah. Well, I, I, I've probably been listening from across the room. Like I said, I don't yeah. get involved there's, when there's these no monkeys else, do things. There's no one else here. The the two coachmen are now, like, basically t- so drunk oh. the they've fallen down on the floor and they stay there until tomorrow well, morning. I sit across from Scranglebeard. Yep. I put one tanker gently in front of him. He's like. Uh, pay no attention to them. They don't know what they're talking about. Thank you for pointing this out. I don't think you're going to have any more luck with it. <laughs> but studying for the university, eh? Yes. And in the company of nobles? No. No. It seems like you got on well with that uh, woman and her friend earlier. Travelling with, not getting on with. I don't know what's going on here. This is the third time someone from your group has come over with no intention at all other than to hassle me and distract me from my studies. I mean, next time you get a festering leg wound, do you want me to stitch it or don't you? My friend, I have no intent to disturb you, but you are in a coach again on travel. Travelling is not conducive to learning anything. The jostling, the thinking, the looking out for yourself. On a night like this, it's raining and miserable, and you are in 
a small reprieve of calm, warmth, and comfort. Best place. To it's study. always best. Hmm? Best place to study. Hmm. I don't doubt. But how long have you been studying that book? Tonight or throughout my life. Exactly. Perhaps one night for yourself. One night for. Hello. Yeah, I said one night for. I put my hand out and asked it to, so he can give his name. Ernst is my name. A night for Ernst. I'm not asking you to get silly. I'm asking you to sip this and have a nice conversation. That's all. I don't like lager. He pushes it away. What do you like, Ernst? He lifts uh, a almost entirely full tankard of ale that he was drinking. Then I'll leave you. I'll leave you with that one to drink, shall I? If you wouldn't mind. Is it well, Ernst? Is the dwarf come yep. over next? If you don't want him to come over, I'll stop him coming over. Yeah, Just send the bird. If, if you could, that would be greatly appreciated. No problem, Ernst. The offer's there till tomorrow when we skedaddle off. Oh, Good evening to you and study well. What, so, t- so tomorrow when we get to the next coach, you're going to come over and bother me again, are you? I wasn't sure if you'd be coming at the exact same time or if we'd be stopping at the coaching inn at all. Well, I, if you want I, to keep I, my I, company. I sincerely hope that you're heading for Middenheim and not Altdorf. Hmm. I call Altdorf home, I'm afraid. Very well. But I must say, for a future physician, this is poor bedside manner. Are you intending to sleep on the table? Well, I've got two. Lo- I've got two pilsners to drink, so who knows? Hmm. Right. Good evening, Ernst. Sorry, what? Yeah. A nod. He nods. Mutter very. Mutter in my own inner monologue. Thou art come. Is he the like, villain? A, <laughs> just mutter in mind. He's the villain. Is he the villain? He feels like the villain. Oh yeah, he, he he's Twist. the big bad. This random kid is trying to study for school. You should have gone. But all all you do is just bug him for about an hour by coming over in shifts to ask this him what is... he's doing. Yeah, this is how he turns. Yeah, this is yeah, the inciting so incident of his villainy. Yeah. yeah, it's. I have mastered the arts of necromancy oh. so I can grow a skull beard. <laughs> <laughs> you laughed at me, non girl. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> okay. He casts a uh, ray of de bearding. <laughs> so it's getting on uh, quite late in the night now. Mm-hmm. Um. Everyone has gone to bed, apart from this guy who's reading his book. Uh, even he is starting to look tired. The coachmen have just passed out on the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have you have you decide, uh, tried to secure beds for the night with uh, Gustav because he's still there. I remember the bomb. me and uh, Norngal didn't we secure ours when we entered? Uh, I think you asked, um, but yeah, oh. you did. Um, yeah, I've secured my sleeping. Yeah, okay, without role-playing through this all, um, mm-hmm. it is uh, ten shillings a night for a private room. 
10, 10, 10 pence to sleep in the common room. Uh, five pence more with a bed. Yeah. yeah. I'll probably pay the ten mm. pence for the common room. How much to just, like, crash here in the bar? Uh, uh, that, that'll be free, <laughs> but it won't be very comfortable. Yeah, because if I pay for the common room, I can't afford the the thing tomorrow. I can't get on the coach if I have... Oh. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Can I attempt to haggle with Gustav to try and get him to take some of my goods over as compensation for the night? Like uh, another knife, sir? Not yeah, more than knives. Depends what you're offering him. You've hmm. also got spoons. Mm. I've got this lovely bottle of Merlot. You might this <laughs> Merlot. <laughs> um, how do I delete files? I've probably got. Hmm, oh. I've probably got a fairly nice, like a uh, hat, as well. Yeah. Okay. So you you bring out the hat. Um, well, make an evaluate to see how good the hat is. All right. Fifty-three on a fifty-seven check, so one degree of success. Hey. No, that's that's a pass with no degrees of success. Oh. Never mind, then I apologize. Uh, a pass is a pass. Uh, yeah, okay, it's it's a tolerable hat. Uh, let's, let's see what goes. Tolerable. There. I guess his call is there. Well, I've been thinking I could do with a new hat, but um, not sure it's my colour, you know. Gustav, clothes make the man, and you are a man who barely needs anything. A few more details here, you won't need to... Well, people see you, and they'll understand right away your sort of character. Is this you rolling a haggle? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Or a charm to flatter him, either way. They will take haggle. Yeah. It It comes part of it. You want the camera? It's very nice. It brings out your eyes, yes. Come on. Oh. Good. 63 out of 49. Okay, he got 64 out of 52. Um, so that's a marginal success. Uh, sorry, marginal failure. Look, 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 what are you selling that hat for? A discount. No, I mean, what what would you sell it to someone for? Four pennies, three? Four pennies. Tell you what, since it's not cold, hard cash, I'll take I'll take the hat off your hands and I'll knock three pennies off the room. Cheers. So he does, he puts it mm-hmm. on, uh, he looks at Hairpin uh, and mm-hmm. Well, how how do I look? Do I look good? And my new hat, and like, tries, starts tilting it around at various different jaunty angles. Mm-hmm. Hairpin just shrugs. I'll do some. I'll do some brewing now, and moves away. Uh. And it's that uh, Gustav says, "Oh, well, I think it's time we're all going to get to bed. I'm going to be closing the bar in about five minutes. Okay." Well done. 
Are you all sleeping in the common room, or does anyone want a private room? I think I'll be quite comfortable here. Norngal just kind of lowers himself until he's completely horizontal on the bench. What, so he's just going to sleep in the bar for free? Yeah. Yeah, okay. He's a simple simple dwarf with simple needs. I think Seraphina's going to do the same thing. She tries to find some straw. What, in the stable? All of the straw. Yeah. There is a stable here. You can kip, you can kip out there if you want to. Won't be very comfortable, but at least you won't be sitting on the uh, like paved floor. I think that's what Seraphina will do. I love free. Yeah, me too. Okay. Um, there we go. <laughs> uh, so, right, all of you have tried to get like free uh, boarding. Uh, you all kipping on the floor in the bar, apart from Seraphina and Stir. No, actually, Seraphina and Stir apparently are sleeping in the stable. Uh, where they're probably going to be nice and comfortable with the warmth of the horses and the straw to lie on. Uh, Norngirl is kipping on a bench in the bar. <laughs> by the fire? Yeah, by the fire, which has died by this point. Uh, and, uh, and Ebenezer is upstairs uh, in, the, in the common room, which is essentially a large dormitory, sleeping uh, mm-hmm. on the floor since he didn't stump up the coin for a bed. I imagine everybody up there is already asleep. Um, there's no one else in here. Hmm. Bed any... usage. Hmm. What's around? Uh, there are about 20 beds. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of which are occupied. It is early spring. Uh, mm-hmm. some, summer is the normal boom season for coaching inns. So this is not out of the question. Mm-hmm. But they do charge a... Uh, Normally about fifty percent surplus, which seems about accurate for you, the use of the beds themselves. Um, there is a small uh, fireplace in here. The fire has not been lit for the exact reason they weren't expecting too much custom. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are here. That there's beds. You're supposed to sleep on the floor, and uh, you, this is not the first time you've been to coaching in uh, as a character. Although it's probably as a player one of your first experiences with one. Uh, if you do get into a bed that you haven't paid for, Gustav is going to come in, like just after you shut up the bar, to make sure no one's sleeping in the beds. And if you are, if you do decide to get anyone, he's going to throw you out. Yeah. I'm not in the mood to go sleep in the rain, so I'll probably just pick a corner somewhere. Okay, perfect. Uh, so you will. That's mainly asking if there are any like uh, goods or anything in the room. Something I can secrete no. away. No, I didn't imagine so. To avoid this sort of thing. Right, um, the exact sort of person that they design yeah. these rooms around. Yeah. Okay, so the following morning dawns. I presume none of you have any difficulty getting to sleep since you've all been walking for an entire day, soaking wet, freezing cold, not had enough to eat. Mm-hmm. You probably fall asleep the moment your head hits the pillow. Uh, following morning at about eight bells, uh, Gustav comes round. And he uh, he shakes you gently awake. Oh, the uh, the coach is is going to uh, is going to leave in an hour. Uh, so if you come downstairs, I'll give you a li- give you a little bit of breakfast. Oh, thank you, Gus. Uh, which which he does. So you go down there and you've mm-hmm. got a uh, you've got a choice of breakfast. It's free with a room. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, if you didn't get a room, it's three three pennies. Uh, you can have either porridge or bread and cheese. Either one comes with a tankard of uh, turnip fucker. This time I wasn't tempted until you said turnip fucker. Right. So you're all just going to have have breakfast. You have your your turnip fucker. Yeah, uh, bread and cheese. So that's yeah. you said th- three pennies. That was. Oh yeah, you didn't. You didn't buy room, did you? <laughs> Not just yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't no, know if I can afford <laughs> breakfast. I might rough it. I might rough and tough it. Mm. But if I'm anyone doesn't skin. want their turnip fucker, by all means. Um... No, yeah, I think I everyone think... wants it from that. <laughs> I, I mean, well... I'm, I'm wondering if he'll substitute it for another like le- le- lower ABV thing. Uh, no, it's, yeah, it's um, no, he's because this has basically not got a cost on it. He's making it out of potato peelings and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, you like you say, oh, this is a, like sort of a passable beer. He's he's whacked some hops in there. It tastes all right. Um, mm-hmm. Serafina, you are absolutely disgusted by this with your acute sense of taste. It just tastes to you. It tastes like rot. Yeah. Okay. So you're probably not drinking it. Not the. Well, we don't drink the water, so I'm going to have to put up with it. I'm thirsty. Okay. Um, those of you that have not paid for a room, are you paying for breakfast or are you just waiting? Clearly not. Three pennies. Disgusting. <laughs> Yeah, Norngal's not going to go walking on an or anywhere, coaching or whatever on an empty stomach. Not again. Um, so he's going to stump up. Okay. Uh, Just like to point that out. It's free, uh, it's free for Ebenezer. <laughs> uh, store has no money, so cannot afford any food. If I need, if I'm going to get on the coach and buy anything <laughs> when we get there. I can't, I just, I can't have breakfast. It's fine. I'm the poor kid. How much was the coach again? Uh, it was a, it was a shilling to ride on the roof, three shillings to ride inside. Hmm. I'm, I'm not going to buy store breakfast because I'm not made of money, but I'll break off a little bit of bread and cheese and, and, and okay, so that. Him, her, it, they. Yeah. Yeah. Make them new friends, short-term ambition filled. <laughs> not quite. It's like someone oh. that gives you a small portion of bread and cheese. Yeah, okay, maybe not. I, I gratefully accept the small piece of bread and cheese, and I very um, slowly chew on it. Last one that's up in the air. Serafina uh, didn't pay for a room. Are you going to dump up for breakfast? Yes, I am. Okay, so just remove the money. Um, all the other uh, people have come down. Uh, Ernst is there. So is Philippe. Uh, so is the lady Isolde von Strudeldorf and her retinue. Um, they all, they've all assembled. Uh, as soon as Gustav woke them up, he went round at eight bells, as I've said. Um, by the time nine bells comes around, the coachmen are nowhere to be seen. Surprising, is it? Mm-hmm. 
think uh, they may have had a little too much to drink. Uh, Gustav, the coachman uh, already gone. Oh, oh no, no, they're they're still here. Um, you know, we don't we don't typically wake them up. They they're supposed to be keeping to their own own schedule. You know, sometimes they come in, they have to go at four o'clock in the morning, so we don't wake them up. Uh, sometimes they leave at uh, twelve, so they you know they have to go to sleep at three, and y- you understand how it is. Uh, they're they're up in the common room. Uh, they weren't in the common room while I was up there. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, well, they they were when I came round this morning. Um, must have, mm. they must have gone gone in there during the night. Fair enough. I'll go wake them. Okay. Um, so you go up to the common room. Mm-hmm. Uh, the door is unlocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see Gunnar and Holst uh, over in the corner in two different beds. Uh, neither of them have got into the bed properly. Both of them have just slumped over it. Uh, Holtz is lying face down in a pool of his own vomit. Uh, Gunnar, who has not even taken over his boot, ha- has not even taken off his boots, looks to have soiled himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. they are snoring extremely loudly, and the room stinks of alcohol. Hmm. Do they have any bags? Um, they probably have trunks that would be uh, that would be locked to the coach. Hmm, so they had no small goods. Uh, they got their their uh, blunderbusses. Uh, but they were wrapped mm. in in oilcloth. Uh, you can, see, I mean, it's it's an oilcloth wrap, basic. But since they're coachmen, you know that that's a blunderbuss. Yeah. Any coin purses within tantalising distance from the from the passed out idiots? Yes. Robin time. Yeah. I. I. Uh, Wander over as quietly as I can. Okay, make a uh, stealth urban. So they're going to be making. They're going to be uh, making a perception, which is going to be at uh, at futile, since they're asleep, hungover, mm-hmm. uh, and not expecting this. All right. Four. Oh. Ninety-one. Oh, incredible. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you 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 remove Holtz's underpants uh, without removing his trousers first, and he doesn't even notice. <laughs> uh, Using supernumerary, I'd like to check how much they've got. Okay, you took a uh, qu- quick glance in. Mm-hmm. Uh, between the two of them, uh, they have got eighteen shillings and fourteen pence. Well, I'd say. Four shillings and eight pence less, I'd say. Okay. Put it in there. You're just uh, skimming. Hopefully they'll think they spent it on drink. Yeah, four, four shillings, eight pence. I, yeah, like I said, just make them think, oh, where do we learn? Fucking, uh. Yeah. Said, not, not everything. I don't want to, like, I don't want to be like, yeah. It, yeah, it's the most sensible option. Don't take everything. Just take Okay, um, and now make a, a sleight of hand to make sure they don't realise their purses have been tampered with when they next look at them. I think I get a bonus to this somewhere, don't I? Like uh, a hand, I don't think so. No, no, no. It was one of the ones I turned down, wasn't it? It's like a hand. 
Uh, is that an advanced skill? Uh, does it show up on the basic skills? No. Not uh, that I can see. Yeah, then you can't attempt it then. Just make the roll anyway. Comes off of decks? Yes. Thirty-four, and my dex is twenty-four. Okay, and work out what that means later. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so they're still there, snoring away in bed. Uh, one of them making gurgling noises as he snores through this vomit pool. I take a few steps back. Uh, okay, I make sure um, I haven't trailed anything. Yeah. Um, at this point. Holt left lets out an immense foul smelling uh, fart. Probably the turnip fucker mm-hmm. that he was drinking. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, gentlemen, I say at a fair volume, not too loud, don't wanna yeah, they, don't, they don't move. They don't move at all. They keep it they're still mm-hmm. asleep. I give uh, Gunner a tap with my boot. Just tap him on the foot. Uh. Gunner, it's morning. What? what? Sorry? It's morning. You have a coach to be running. <sighs> no, I don't. It's fest talk, isn't it? No, I'm not. One, one more hour. How about 30 minutes, Gunner? Give me some time to wake up properly, get yourself cleaned up. Yeah, at this point he does seem to wake up a little bit better. And he's, he sits up out of... Oh, Jesus Christ. Are you feeling all right? Well, I imagine well, he doesn't not, say but... that yet, so bye, Sigma. <laughs> Are you feeling okay? Not too poorly? I. Oh, Carl's teeth are feeling rough. No, yeah. oh, I've got I got to go to work, and eh? Yes, but first, I chuck him a cloth. Clean yourself up a little bit. Yeah. Oh, you fucking bastard. Get up. And he slaps him. We'll expect oh. you in about half an hour. Sound fine? You've all paid, haven't you? All right. <laughs> right. Okay then. All right. Yeah, I, I, I see you. I see you shortly. Uh, you don't remember hanging about with that? Um... Ah, never mind. I'm sure it was nothing. And I walk off. Okay. Um, down in the bar, what is going on between the three of you? Me and my bread and cheese and drinking my turnip fucker, ain't I? <laughs> my turnip fucker. Um, I think I'm probably just quite anxious. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah, you're just eating your food, drinking your free ale, even though it's vile. Uh, Ebenezer comes down, telling you that the uh, coachman will be available in about half an hour. Uh, roughly half an hour later, you do observe the, the two coachmen staggering downstairs, clutching their heads. Um, they walk, 
Ernie, stop it. They, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm talking to the, I'm talking to the cat. <laughs> I love the character. Uh, they, um, yeah, they come downstairs, clutching their heads, uh, move outside, and you would presume begin to prepare the coach for the journey. Uh, in the meantime, the porters are coming in, fetching a tremendous quantity of chests and hat boxes and things like this. Uh, from Lady Isolde and her retinue. Uh, she herself is clutching a tortoiseshell uh, loot case. Uh, Ernst is still there with his head in his book. Um, Philippe is shuffling his cards and uh, looks very eager to get going. Uh, but so far hasn't said anything to you. He was not very impressed with the porridge that he ate for bought. Hmm? Oh, there goes someone. Hello, welcome back. Sorry, sorry. I hit the wrong button. Uh, half half an hour after this, uh, the coachmen have not come back in to inform you that the coach is ready for the trip. And you know that that should take 15 or 20 minutes. I don't really think they themselves are ready for the trip. Uh, if nobody else will, I'm going to stride out and see what's what. Okay, um, you got all the st- all the stuff is loaded onto the coach. Uh, the coach when uh, one of the coachmen is uh, is there, um, Holtz is up uh, on the uh, on the postillion seat. Uh, he has his head in his lap, h- hanging onto the reins, and is asleep. Uh, Gunner is nowhere to be saw. Team. Let's go and talk his ear off then. He'll soon wake up. Okay, where are you going? You don't know where he is. I thought you said that he was on the uh, on the coach. Oh, one of the coachmen. Holtz Holtz is sat there on the postillion seat. He's gripping the reins to the horses, which were already hitched up, but he's asleep. Gunner's nowhere to be seen. I'm going to go and wake him up. I'm going to go and sit, okay. sit with him. Okay. What do you do? Talk his ear off. What are you going to say to him? About my aunties and my uncles and my sister's wedding. Things like that. Are you sure okay. that's going to wake those two? Yeah, that- yeah, he, he wakes up, he listens to this for a, approximately two minutes before falling asleep again. I get louder and I speak even faster. I keep talking and talking and talking. I get okay. really, really loud. Okay, he, as you're doing this, he, uh, he wakes up. Uh, he still looks half asleep. He's clutching his head. Um, and as you, as you raise your voice to like more than speaking into shouting levels... Um, <laughs> He leans over and just vomits over the side of the coach. Are you feeling any better now? Not really. Well, you should have another point of that turnip fucker. That might sort you out, you know. Uh, uh, At this, he vomits onto the (laughs) rear end of the the behindmost horse. Are you kidding me? 
Or you could have a, you know, like a bit of a, something to eat. Maybe some bread might help settle your stomach or some, most sometimes some meat pie might help. Or you got something? No, I could go and get you a bit of bread though if you think that might help. Yeah, go on then. So, okay, I'm going to go in and going to get you a bit of bread. Okay. So, I probably ain't going to cost very much, is it? A bit of bread. No, a penny tops. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. The the moment the rest of you that are probably observing this, the moment Seraphina jumps off the coach, he falls asleep again. Is there any sign of the other one? Um, make a perception. <laughs> uh, Okie dokie. This is based on hearing. On hearing, I've got no idea what I've got. <laughs> so if you've got acute sense hearing or anything like that. Uh, is that an advanced skill then? That's a talent. Oh, so per- perception is a perception mm-hmm. test, which is a basic. Okay, well I can test that then. Um, if I could find it, which okay, goes so thirty-four if it's it. off of yeah, okey So I have rolled eighty. <laughs> oh, anyone else? Give it a go. Thing is, I would be wondering where he is and if either of them are in a fit state. So, perception of 28, I am rolling uh, 37. Yeah, nah. How hard could it be to drive a yeah, coach? That, well, you've got 28 yeah. and you roll a 37. Yeah. Um, you hear uh, strained grunting and various other unpleasant sounds from the privy. Oh, no. I don't think either of these gentlemen are in a fit state to be driving us anywhere. Yep, one moment. I've seen people in worse states do uh, more. (laughs) But in any case, uh, Nongal, Store, I want to have a couple of words with the both of you. Okay. Well, Nongle, well. you said you said you were looking for work, and uh, I want to make sure that in the light of day you were still looking for work. Well, yes, um, I've always been uh, drawn to boats, to the sea, to the river, really any anywhere. My, I, I, I was brought up a carpenter, you see. Um, it's very much where I've. Found myself. Fair enough. And you, and I know you look like someone who can handle themselves. Me? <laughs> well, you also, Store, but uh, oh. I was thinking more normal. Yeah, that well, makes I, sense. I, I've been in my fair share of scraps. Ha 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 ha. You seem to be someone who doesn't mind taking orders from people what know better. Would you say that's true? Sorry, you're talking to me. No. Well, I I, I, I don't know about taking orders per se, but. uh, Well, you know, you listen to your boss. Most of the time, uh, 
Might have had a few fallings out here and there. That's fair. I'm sure. Like I said, you seem to be you seem to be someone who can take orders nicely. You're a big strong lad. That's what they tell me. I could probably get you and Norngul uh, a similar line of work down in Altdorf. Norngul, um I know some people around uh, the canals who might have some use for you. In store, I know some people in the city proper that might want to have a word with you. That sounds very exciting. Excellent. <laughs> okay, so wh- where where do we stand at the moment? You're still just having this discussion yeah, while the guys. Waiting for man to finish his go on the privy. Yeah, you've offered us jobs. Okay. Uh, um, since yeah, since you've already heard this guy. Um, Grunting and groaning in there, along with various other unpleasant uh, sounds. Oh, Jesus Christ, but I feel like I'm falling out the bottom end. Some <laughs> comedy toilet noises. Yeah. Wet gunshot um, sounds. Sh- Shart.mp. Uh, you, <laughs> yeah. uh, you're now like looking for, like, when was this noise going to stop? So you're listening out for it, and then you hear snoring coming from in there. I bang the outhouse door. Ah, okay, okay. Uh, he comes out. He's got his eye. He's got his hand over his eyes, like completely blocked. He can't see worth a damn. Uh, but he goes. He walks over to the coach, gets on with his hand still over his eyes. He says, "Well, are we all ready then?" I think I am. Yeah, probably. Okay, so who's this ready? Is um, today? I should a... point out is uh, it's still overcast, but there is no rain as yet. Um, it is clear, uh, but it is not raining. Okay, I mean, I don't know about the <laughs> you've paid already. Yes, conversation that happened. So I presume I would just begin my way up onto the roof. Yeah. Okay. So you just don't say anything. Yeah, you, you're hoping say that anything. they would have forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> Extremely sweaty. Okay. Yeah. They, like, yeah, yeah. They, they do not query this at all. They allow you to clamber on top. Uh, Ebenezer, you are getting into the coach, I presume. Absolutely. Right. Uh, there is space for you in there, so nobody takes any issue with it. <laughs> it's not like you're cramming yourselves in there. Uh, Lady Isolde does not look impressed whatsoever, nor does her bodyguard, <laughs> who is sitting directly next to you, and you are getting her extremely muscular and sharp elbow in your ribs at every jolt of the carriage. Uh, as the coachman whipped the horses up to a slow walk at about two miles an hour. And it's about 50 miles to the next coaching in. It'll take you two days to get there at this rate. Oh boy! Uh, who else? Is, am I the only one inside the coach? Uh, of the PCs, yes. There, uh, all the other people are in there. Uh, Philippe is in there. Lady Zold and her entourage, and so is Ernst. Ah, oh, what a ride! Uh, he's he's still reading his book. Um, I'd like to say very sorry, uh, Lady von Strudeldorf. I didn't for imposing, but I've made a deal with the. Uh, Coachman, I promise I will try to keep myself as civil as possible. 
Deanna? Did you just crack your knuckles? Uh, that was out of character. Callum was just going to stretch his fingers. It's going to be civil. <laughs> Deanna, please inform the commoner that I do not wish to speak to him. And the little mousy-looking girl, she's only about 16, uh, looks up at you with a look that's sort of a mixture of uh, appeal, uh, regret, and just... Uh, just resignment, really. This is, uh, Lady Isolde would prefer not to be disturbed. And then she returns her gaze to her knees. I nod knowingly. I then take out my bottle of Peravin Merlot and just examine it in the sunlight, pretending to read the label. What sunlight? There's no sunlight. It's the so- garage. Oh, yeah. Well, the light from the uh, grating. Okay. Pretend to uh, read the label, brush off some of the dust, give the thought okay, form yeah, um, yeah, you do observe uh, Lady Von Strudeldorf uh, looking with uh, mild interest, if not longing at it. And uh, Philippe says, Ah, excellent. Uh, is this a, a lunchtime snack of yours, my friend? I was thinking... Uh, I know a few collectors in Altdorf of uh, wines from the far flung. They have a few Tillian vintages. And uh, I know they're looking to expand their Bretonians. And when I saw that you'd managed to get your hand on your own bottle in there, I thought it might be worth uh, having a look myself. I think this will do nicely for some friends I have in Altdorf. And you would not consider possibly putting it up in a card game? I would say uh, four shillings against the bottle of wine. With the luck your lady gave you last night, I think we'll pass for now. Like I said, I don't want to have to uh, look very solemnly at my collector friends. Oh, my friend, I... uh, I... (laughs) Yeah, so uh, the only thing I can... I enjoy more than the wine in my homeland is a game of chance, but... uh... Yes, if you do not agree, it is no game at all. Uh... Would anyone else like to play? And everyone in the carriage just looks immediately out of the window. (laughs) Yeah, he's a shark. Okay, up on the roof, it's you three sitting up there. Nobody else at all. And at about, you're going at about two miles an hour now. Uh, The coachmen are sat on the uh, postillion seats, uh, barely making the horses go forward. You can walk quicker than this. And then there is a uh, pour down with rain. Oh. Fucking peasants. Is that what you say? <laughs> like yeah, we just like... hear the... <laughs> from inside the carriage. <laughs> I imagine I think it very loudly to myself in mock derision, probably in Isolde's voice. <laughs> okay, uh, so those of you that are on the roof, what are you doing? Putting my hood up. Yep. Are there any chests that I might be able to fit in? They're probably <laughs> full of things, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they're most likely going to be full. Um, if you remove and... some clothes from the noble woman's chest, then you could get hidden there, but... Hey, now. <laughs> he needs those for modesty, George. <laughs> <clears throat> um, hmm... 
I'd like to just put my bucket on my head now. Thank you. Okay, put a bucket on your it's head. It's time. Bucket boy. It's raining. It keeps the rain off of my head. I'm used to having wet legs, yes, but wet head, no. <laughs> Very uncomfortable. No, I think I'm going to just go with it because we've managed to get our way onto this thing for nothing. So, okay, yeah. I'm going to pull my leather apron thing, cover my head, so at least I've got a bit of rain protection, I suppose. Okay, uh, so you carry on. The Does horses anyone... have slowed down to a mere plod. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> movement. It's a slow, gentle rocking. <laughs> Uh, but it's pretty obvious that you're not going to get to that coaching in before dark. Can I look to see if those two are even still awake mm. at the front? Uh, barely. Does anyone know how to make horses go faster? Uh, do they have drive or ride? Let me it's check. What, above, like, base? Yeah. Huh. No. No. I haven't taken any advantage no. of it, no. No, I have okay. 35 agility. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so it's up to you what you want to do about it. But Could I charm the horse? Charm the horse! Hello have, there, have you, you got gorgeous... Char- have you got char- charm animal? I don't have charm animal. Damn it. Could I charm the people awake to, like, whip the horses? Could I get their whip and whip it from on the top? Uh, yeah, they're not really <laughs> holding on to that whip, so you can pick up the whip if you want to. I'm going to do that, yeah. Right, so you're going to whip the horses with the whip that you've just taken from them. I'm going to like be over the edge, so I'm sort of like leaning over the edge of the thing, but I think I'd be able to... It'd be like a luncheon whip or like a riding yeah, whip, it, right? It's a, yeah, yeah it's like a, a long, long one. Whip. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. I'm going right. to hold on to something, just in case... <laughs> Okay, um, right, make a, uh, I don't know if this is going to be, I think actually this is going to be a ballistic skill test because you're technically using a ranged weapon here rather than actually driving the coach yourself. They're driving it while they're hung over while you're whipping the horses to make them go faster. I'm just trying to help, probably. Um, ballistic, where's that? BS. Oh, my, uh... Top left. Oh, my... Right, mine's BS is 34. Right, come on. Come on, baby. Oh, oh my oh, God. 35. That's a shame. Okay, marginal failure. Um, you actually, like, slightly miss the horse. But they okay. hear the crack and they, like, start up a bit. And this jolts both the horsemen awake and they immediately, uh, the, the coachmen awake, and they both clutch their heads as they do so, as the horses begin to get into a canter. And then they, oh, fucking hell. And then they uh, carry on driving for a bit at this uh, respectable canter. And shortly thereafter, they let the horses go back to a slow plod again. I'm going to um, keep doing the same thing. It's going to take all day, isn't it? <laughs> I'd, I'd like to help. Um, right, how are you going not... to assist this? 
Norngal's <laughs> going to lean over the front as well and go, and he's going to clap his hands. He's going to go, <laughs> come, come on, horses. <laughs> Your bellowing <laughs> laugh. Come, come along. <laughs> Places to go. Yeah, the crow's still hanging around. <laughs> uh, okay, then. Um, do you have charm animal or animal care or animal training? Um, you're not going to be able to assist this at all. I have animal I mean, care. I've, got, I've not got any advances in them, but I do have <laughs> um, Charm Animal at 50. Oh, with your willpower, so you're just going to... Yeah. Basically going to intimidate Out them. Outwill the horse. <laughs> that's, what you're, yeah, that's what you're doing. With your willpower, you're intimidating them into moving. Oh, boy. So, uh, yeah, go for it. Roll, roll your Charm Animal. Um, Seraphina, roll another ballistic skill. Here we go. Oh, fuck. Can we bribe oh, the horse? Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> what, 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 what do we expect? We... Oh, no. Charm animal, um, how did that go? 97. Right. This is disgusting. And the ballistic Nin- skill one? We got 99. Okay, so at this point, um, mm. girl <laughs> is bellowing at the horses, absolutely terrifying them. Uh, it's like just into up into a gallop, uh, but this is not working on all the horses. One of them is a little bit reticent, and that is the one that uh, Seraphina whips right in the eye. No, <laughs> no, and it like screams, wails off to the left. The other horses wheel off to the right, tugging back against it. Uh, they finally managed to sort themselves out. The horse has got a black eye now, uh, but as the the cart is going up the road, it jostles backwards and forwards. Everyone inside is going to take a wound, uh, regardless of any modifier. Uh, as, as a wheel comes off, everyone sitting on top is going to have to make an average athletics test, or they're going to make it take a one yard fall. Oh, oh boy. Uh, what do you mean by average athletics? That's a really stupid uh, pl- question. Av- average is plus twenty. Okay. Okay, so you add twenty on to yeah. What you get? Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Um, I've just passed that actually. Okay, so you well, get. <laughs> My so with an athletics forty three, and I just rolled forty two. So if it's plus twenty, then I haven't done well, have I? No, you but I was holding on before no, all this the, happened. You add, add it to the characteristic, not yes. the role. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, so good. All, then all because of you managed to hang on as everyone inside. Yeah, okay. everyone yeah, inside good. just all slams up against one door, including Ebenezer. But um, as as a wheel falls off and starts bouncing down a slope, uh, both the coachmen fall off the pavilion seat. Oh, Jesus. And then get well, up they again. Should have been paying attention. And so are they gone now? Then <laughs> they're just in the road. Yeah, well, no, they've fallen off onto this, on, into a ditch. Basically, I'm going to have. Yeah, but to we're see... not far from the the, <laughs> the inn. <laughs> They'll be all right, right? Uh, you, uh, you... Okay. Astonishingly, right, they got a 20 and a 08 on their athletics rolls to resist damage from this. So both of them bring out of their hangovers, land like cats, and grab their heads and fall over. 
Uh, okay. But as this has happened, and the uh, the wheel goes spinning off oh, out, in, out down, down the ditch, mm-hmm. uh, you notice something up ahead of you. There is a fairly grisly sight. Um, there is a road uh, in, in the middle of the road. Sorry, there is a squatting a human figure. His back is to the coach, and he's bent over the body of what you would guess is another coachman. Uh, the, fig- the figure turns, and you observe a severed human hand hanging out of its disgusting mouth. Its proportions oh. are human, the creature, but its flesh is hanging in tatters off its face and hands. There is green ichor dripping out of its eyes and mouth. It spits out of the it spits out the hand and it rushes towards the coach, carrying a dagger. Oh, for goodness' sake! And could everyone apart from uh, Ebenezer please leave the voice chat uh, until I send text message saying it's okay to come back? Okay. Okay. Um. Bye then. Bye. Billy, you coming? Hmm. Yeah. Where'd everyone mind. go? Sorry. Where'd everyone go? We had for the week. Yeah. No. I. To- I. No. I. I told them to leave. Ah. Did Sorry, you? No. Did you catch what was going on? Uh, it was cutting in and out there a little bit. I do apologise. I okay. heard um, the wheel came off the coach and right, and then something with flesh hanging off it with a hand came yeah. off. No, I, I'll, I'll go back to that because it's just uh, us two recording. Um, there are there is a uh, a figure, a human figure in the middle of the road, back mm-hmm. to the coach, bent over the body of what you presume is a coachman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the figure turns, and you can see a severed human hand hanging out of its mouth. Uh, this uh, creature is recognisably human, but its flesh is hanging off from its face and hands. There is green ichor seeping from its eyes and its mouth. It spits out the hand and charges towards you with a dagger. Um, you particularly notice that uh, the figure rushing manically towards you looks for familiar. From inside the carriage? Uh, yeah, well, presumably you'd be looking out. I mean, like, yeah. all, all of you have taken it up, like fallen over to the side. Mm-hmm. Came off. Um, I notice in particular. Yep. They, uh, under the rotting flesh and the dripping slime, uh, you recognise the face of Rolf Hertzis, who mm. is someone that you know. He's a thief who was a friend of yours. Uh, you've had many escapades together in your youth, but he has been horribly changed now. Uh, about a year ago, Rolf developed a sort of strange rash. Mm. Uh, he became irritable. At times he was violent. He made himself a hood out of an old sack to hide this skin complaint. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this made it hard for him to see. And he was unable to escape the watch when a job went wrong. Last you heard of him, he would got banged up, escaped from the cell, and vanished without a trace. Mm. Until now. I guess immediately. Like, my character is probably visibly taken aback. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the... I don't think he'd say anything about it. You know, you keep shtum about like knowing thieves and uh, and mutants. Certainly mutants. Yeah, I'm just gonna. Uh, well, my initiative is twenty-eight. That's shit. 
You suck. Okay, I need to, to write this down. Everyone's initiative score. Uh, that's just I, isn't it? <laughs> that's I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 34. Right, so we got a 34. 28 for Norngirl. 28 for Norngirl. Uh, initiative, um... Hello? Ebenezer, it is 33. 33. Um, initiative for me is 30. Oh. Okay, um... I'm... Agile fisherman. Right. Okay, so let's uh, let's have a quick look at what Rolf's is. Is Rolf the the face melty, no skin on him thing? Isn't Rolf a muppet. I mean, the, mm-hmm. there are many beloved characters named Rolf hmm. in Paris. The... I she said beloved. <laughs> I was <laughs> right. Okay, so he's he's at forty. Then it'll be. Uh, oh, he's fast. He's uh, then it will be uh, Stir at thirty-four. Uh, then who's got thirty-three? Is that um... that is me? Ebenezer. Yeah. Then thirty for uh, for Sarah, Bina, and twenty-eight for Norgal. So he rushes up to the coach. Um, the horses panic. They, they, uh, both they, or, or both both of them rear. Uh, they snap the traces as they do so, and then go charging off into the forest. Holtz, uh, who is gripping the reins, is dragged off the front of the of the horse uh, of the of the coach behind the horses into the forest as well. Uh, Gunnar, oh Gunnar struggles to apply the brake, succeeds in doing this, and then freezes in fear as uh, as the dripping mutant thing leaps towards him. So, um, at forty, it's uh, it's him first. So here we go. Okay, so he swings this uh, this dagger uh, at Gunner, uh, who goes fucking hell. Uh, but the uh, the dagger just implants into the uh, the seat next to him as he struggles out of the way. Next person coming up at thirty-four. Uh, me. Um, I mean, I was holding my bucket above my head anyway. Could I try and just like bring that down onto? His head, Rolf, the bad man, the bad yeah, moldy man. It will count as an improvised weapon, yeah, but you can do it. Yes, I would have well, rolling, I guess. Rolling time. Yeah, it'll be what would ma- I... melee basic. If you don't have any ranks in melee basic, it just goes off weapon skill. Okay, so that's 28. <laughs> Wait, did I take... I could have sworn I had the option to take this and I said, no, I'm going to have something stupid instead. Um, yeah, I think I've just got to go off of... 28 so let's roll 38 so that is not good okay he's going to attempt to resist that uh with i don't know if it's going to be melee basic or dodge uh he's probably going to resist it with dodge to be honest with you what did you get 28 i got 28 no i got 38 out of 28 sorry okay he got 
he got 86 out of 55. So uh, you hit him. Hey! So at minus one success level, he's got minus three success levels. So uh, the difference is uh, plus two. Clang. If that makes sense. Um, yeah. So an improvised weapon is strength bonus plus one uh, with the undamaging trait plus your success levels. So what's your strength bonus? Um, is that just the first number? So if I got That's 35, it's three. Point. Yeah, so okay. three is my strength bonus. Plus one. Plus the two difference. Uh, so that's a total of... Uh, what's that? Uh, five points of damage. Yeah! Yeah, so you smash, you smash him over the head with a bucket. Um, and it looks to have hurt him, actually, as you see a small trickle of blood start to, get to, uh, to mix with the pus that is pouring <sighs> down his face. Uh, at thirty, Eben, uh, thirty-three. Sorry, Ebenezer, what are you doing? You're inside the coach at this mo- moment, but you've got a move and an action, so you can get out if you want to. Uh, does it look like the bodyguard is making action to like assist? No. <laughs> well, great. Doesn't uh, care about the poor people outside. Uh, Philippe is uh, appears to be getting out to see what's going on, but uh, everyone else seems is like huddling in there. I'll uh, ready my club and uh, go with Philippe. Okay, uh, so you and Philippe both burst out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see what's going on here now. Um, you get out just as uh, a stir as um, as the mutant lashes out at uh, at Gunner with his dagger. Um, just just misses him, embedding the dagger in the seat. At which point. Stir turns around and smashes him over the head with a bucket. Um, <laughs> and he doesn't seem to be very ha- happy about that. You can do an action at this point if you, wash, if you wish to. Hmm. Am I within melee range of him for a... Uh, let's see, what range is my thing? An average weapon. Uh, you can get within range of him as part of your move, yeah. Because like, your move has been like to move two yards getting out of the, out of the coach. Yep. I'll move with, within range and try and strike him with my club. Okay, uh, go for it. Uh, it's a melee basic. Yep, and this comes. My melee basic is. Basic skill, melee is 30. I rolled 40. Okay, it is 30, did you say? Yes, and I, I rolled. Thought, 40. I thought you had 45 in melee basic because it's a skill. Oh, yes, sorry, I was looking at melee blank. Sorry, yeah, melee basic, 45. I passed by five. Five points. Yes. Okay. Not five degrees of success. No, I'm not that good. Okay, uh, he's, yeah, he's rolled a 22 on his dodge, so he does get out of the way. Uh, at this point, it's actually Philippe's turn as he rips his sword out of its uh, out of its scabbard. Um, completely misses, it looks like. Uh, yeah, there's now three of you ganging up on this creature. Um, somehow he's he's dodging out of the way. Uh, it's now Serafina's turn. Serafina, he's bigger than you, so you're subject to fear. Please make an average cool test. Hey, okay. Oh. <laughs> 
35. Okay, so you're scared of him. So what yeah, this means, so you can still take actions. Yes. But you're at minus 10 to affect him. You can't approach him. And if he approaches you, you've got to make another call test or you're going to take a broken condition. Can I use one of my points? You can use a resolve point to ignore the the fear condition, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay, and what are you going to do? Well, I have a dagger, but I also have uh, my warrior-born weapon skill. But I have to be in close range with my melee. So you're going to like... Very short. Yeah. And I've got like my... um... So you come like literally screaming off the top, like diving onto him with the dagger. Yes. Okay. Make a melee basic then. Fuck him up, Serafina. Do I... I, um, Hang on. My melee basic is 30. Yeah. Oh, come on, please. You're, at, the, at this point, you're at plus 40 because he's outnumbered more than three to one. Okay, well, I just rolled 80, so... <laughs> it's not happening. Right, how many degrees of failure is that? Uh, so, well, my melee is 30, it's basic. It's at plus 40 because he's outnumbered more than three to one. Yeah. So you got eight, this eight over seventy. Yeah. So you got negative one. Uh, he's got. He's actually got negative two. So you, you're going to damage him with your dagger. Oh, fabulous! So that's yeah. strength, strength bonus plus two plus the differential. Um. Yeah, my strength bonus plus two. Yeah, which is. Hang on, just looking. Bonus. Where is that on my sheet? I'm sorry. I'm... It's the first digit. I can't, I can't it's the first see it. digit of your strength. Oh, my, well, my strength is 20, so two. Okay. Is that what you mean? Yeah, so you've done five wounds to him. And astonishingly, um, this is it, this is taking him into critical wounds now. What was the roll that you made to hit him? It was melee basic, yeah, wasn't no, it? No, the result of it. Oh, 80. Okay, so it's 008. Uh, can someone check the second page of their character sheet and see what the hit location is for 08? Oh, um, it is head. Head, okay. That's uh, 01 to 09, is head. Stab him in the head. Yeah. Fucking uh, yeah. Okay, roll, roll a D100 to see, uh, to see what you do to him. Eighteen. Oh, baby. Eighteen. Minor cut. Oh uh, no. <laughs> uh, you, you finally as, get a low as, roll. It's no, minor cut. No, as you as you come down, like diving off the, the uh the top of the coach, screaming like a demon, you actually bring the uh the blade of your dagger down, cleaving the meat of his cheek from his cheekbone, blood flies and blood pisses out everywhere. And now it's Norngold's turn. That's minging. 
Oh, all of that just looked really cool. <laughs> uh, so everybody's beating the crap out of this weird mutant. Mm-hmm. Um, has he? When he stabbed that dagger, did he pull the dagger back out, or is he unarmed now? No, he's still got it. Yeah. It, oh, he's he still got missed, it. Uh, missed. Kind of hit the hit the deck, but he's not. Like... Right. He's still got it. Yeah. Um. All right. Fair enough. Um. I mean, sod it. I mean, everybody else is having a go. I think I'm going to try and come down on him with my crowbar. Um, Okay. So I'm pretty much just like, yeah, just like hopping down and just throwing my weight behind um, just a big old swing. Okay. Um, Aiming for his noggin. Okay. Uh, So is this a cold shot? You're actually aiming for his head? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So you're at plus 40 for outnumbering more than three to one. But you're also mm-hmm. at minus 10 for specifically aiming at his head. Okay, so take my melee basic and add 30, basically. Yeah. So that puts it at 81. He's going to try and oppose this with dodge. Uh, by the way, everyone that has uh, succeeded at a roll against him or has hit him, you get an, gain an advantage for this. What do you get? Uh, I rolled 42. Okay, he rolled eighty-seven. So is that what? What do you end up with uh, there in terms uh, of de- degrees of success? So forty-two against eighty-one. Um, four degrees. Four degrees. Yeah. Yeah, he's got eighty-seven out of fifty-five. So he's got three degrees of failure. So it's strength bonus plus four for a hand weapon, plus seven. That's the damage that you do to him. Nice. Um, so fourteen. Okay. Um, yeah, roll roll a um, roll a D one hundred. Uh, well, I was going for his head. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You've hit it. You've hit. Oh, is this head. is this yeah. for the injury? Okay, yeah, gotcha. That is fifteen. Fifteen. Another minor cut. Clonk. As you, yeah, you you bash him, but this is now more critical wounds than his toughness bonus. So he, he collapses to the floor. He's not dead or dying, uh, but he has got blood pissing out of his head. Back to the top. Uh, it's him. He can't get up because he's now at zero wounds. Uh, so he's going to... Right. Who's attacking him? Everybody. There's five <laughs> one now. Well, we can't have mutants running right. around the countryside. Um, what do people think? getting bullied who was the first he one to, who was the first one to attack him was uh, uh, Spur, wasn't it store yeah yeah so yes. it's probably going to be against her um nevertheless uh he is at a at significant penalties at the moment um i'm ready also, for it was the end, end of the round so yeah he doesn't he doesn't quite bleed to death <laughs> yet um, yeah, um, okay, he's not going to hit you, but you can oppose that in the hopes that you get a critical roll, if you want. Oh, baby, I mean, I can try. Yeah, what do I need it. to do? Just uh, roll, roll, roll. Melee basic or dodge or whatever it is that you're going to oppose. Uh, his, his I've actually got some points in dodge, so I'll do dodge, um, I which I have 40 in, and I have rolled a two. Yeah. Okay. Noise. Yep, not it's not a critical, but you uh, you step back out of his uh, 
his way in fine style, and you gain an advantage for beating him in an opposed test. Down the line. Uh, Ebenezer. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Ebenezer's turn now. As oh, you're, like this mutant is now face down on the ground, bleeding from two significant cuts to his head. Well, I'm the clubbing. <laughs> while, while, while he's on the ground. Of course. Right, okay. He's so already you're dead. Up, you're, at, you're at plus 40 for outnumbering. You're at plus 20 for him being on the ground, and he's at minus 20 to defend himself. So, uh, yeah, go for it. So you're in effect with plus 60 at this point. Look, we don't, we don't make deals with mutants, right? They're dangerous. What uh, you 66. Out of? My weapon skill is 30. Oh, wait, no, melee basic is 45. So you're rolling an effective 105. Hmm. Uh, so what, what, what was the roll? Uh, uh, it was, uh, I think, dice is 65? Sorry, I picked up the dice already. Yeah, 65. 60. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so you've, got, um, you've got four degrees of success there, plus an extra one for your effective skill being over 100. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got uh, strength bonus, plus four, plus five degrees of success. Oh, no, sorry, uh, the difference with him, he, he got one degree of success. Mm, right. So strength bonus plus four for it being a hand weapon, plus five minus one. So strength bonus plus nine essentially. No, sorry, plus eight. Strength bonus plus eight. My strength bonus is two. So, so. Ten, ten points of damage. All right. All right. Roll d hundred. Oh uh, no! What the original roll? Sixty-five. Fifty. Yeah. Where does that hit him? Uh. Well, I'm probably aiming for the head. Oh, 50, on the uh, armor points one. 55, yeah, that's right. Uh, body. Okay. Um, right, roll a d100 to see what you do to him. 23. Uh, 23. Low blow. Lovely. With a club while he's on the ground. Mm-hmm. Oh. I imagine I'd give him a fucking golf swing to the nuts. Of course he would. Uh, yeah, we'll make a hard endurance test or gain three stun conditions. It doesn't matter at this point now because he's prone at zero wounds and has taken uh, and has taken more critical wounds than his toughness bonus. So he just he that's that's it. He's dead. He smash him in the body, mm-hmm. uh, and he just goes limp. What a way to die. I wipe wipe any viscera off my club on his dead body and put it away. Okay. Uh, There is a significant amount of it, but yeah. (laughs) You're going to take take the dagger off him, yeah? Yes. Yes. You've already got a dagger. I know, but my dagger's not very good. Okay. You're going to loot the hand that he was eating? I considered it, but what would you do with it? Would you take a poor sinner's hand? (laughs) (laughs) That woman's trunk, because she's miserable. (laughs) Wait, but it's trunk. I hear more. Right. Uh, Okay, so so you killed him. You've killed a mutant in the middle of the road. 
I think mm-hmm. under my breath I whisper in the Moor's Garden with your Rolf. How did you know he was called Rolf? Are, are you asking this in character? Because your character's got the same accent you have. <laughs> um, <laughs> sure, why not? I mean, I was whispering it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, are we are we going to make a perception we'll move on. test, or is it like move on? <laughs> I'm I'm happy to leave this here. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, right. So you're stood there. There is a dead mutant in mm-hmm. the middle of the road in front of you. There is pus and blood everywhere. Holtz is nowhere to be seen. Gunner looks terrified. He's unwrapping his blunderbuss. Um, Philippe is looking around like, what the fuck is going on? Um, so all this time he had a blunderbuss and didn't yeah. use it. Well, he got the surprise condition because he was charged in the first round. Uh, he's, he's rubbish. <laughs> well, you probably feel like a right hero now. Using your resolve points to... Not be scared. Okay, so what do you do? Are, are all of the horses gone? Yes, there's there's two horses and they're both gone. They snapped the traces and dragged Holtz off into the woods. Oh. Can we hear Holtz? <laughs> Is there uh, any not distance at, screaming? Not at, not at the moment. Mm. Are, are there any horse tracks? Yeah, they. Does the, anyone you're, remember you're, where they went? You're approaching. You're approaching a bend in the road. Um, the horses went straight ahead into the forest. Okay. While the road curves to the right. And on the term of uh, of screams on the wind, uh, you do hear one. Uh, it's sort of like a a human one, but it also has a. A strange, um, reminiscent quality of a goat being slaughtered. Hmm. It's coming from the undergrowth beside the road. Mm. I mean, you you just would you would go and look at it, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, from straight up ahead, there are crashing sounds coming through the undergrowth. Towards us. Yes. Oh. Oh. I guess I shout, protect the carriage! Okay, the shouting responses. It's me, Holtz, don't shoot! Oh, it's Holtz! <laughs> uh, but this does, not, this does not stop the screaming. Uh, yeah, the please. Half animal screams that are coming from up ahead on the road. I am going up ahead on the road to investigate these screams. Okay, anyone else going as well? Or... Yeah, crowbar in hand, yeah. Um, I think... Uh, I'm waddling after him. I yeah. think I stay primed at the carriage to make sure no more attacks uh, come for our mode of transport or our fancy noble friends who we might be able to get favours from later for this. That's no good yeah. without any horses, is it? Okay, so those of you that are going around... 
uh, as as uh, Holt comes out of the trees. He doesn't have the horses with him, and he looks extremely beaten up from being dragged through the forest. Uh, he is heading straight back to the coach. Round the corner, um, you come across a absolutely ghastly scene. There is a coach just like the one you're on, uh, overturned, lying in the middle of the road. Around it, bodies litter the ground. Uh, the horses for the coach are trying desperately stro- to struggle free of their harnesses. There is a creature, roughly human, but with a very large body and a head about the size of an apple uh, that is mm. ha- that's hacking at them with an axe. The horses! Uh, yeah. There is a human uh, lying screaming next to the coach, like, propped up against it, with a dog-like head. There is another one uh, that has a sort of growth of skull out of the top of his head, which has got roughly the colour of an infected toenail. Uh, is, try- is trying to uh, to bandage this wound. Uh, there is another one, like, walking around with a the weird tread of a goat with, its, uh, with cloven feet, um, walking between the bodies, just uh, occasionally cutting off a choice morsel. And at the same time, there is another human shaped and sized individual uh, that you look at at first glance it looks like he is human but then you notice that his every inch of his skin is covered with thick scales he's holding a crossbow and appears to be looting all the bodies well I think I'm going back I'm going to they're not paying any attention to you. They haven't noticed you. So that yeah. was how many in total? Right. Um, too many. Yeah. What is that? That is half, uh, half a dozen. One, no, there is uh, one, two, three, uh, four, five in total, and yeah. most of them appear to be wounded. And one of them's got a crossbow. Okay. Um, <laughs> we yeah, do need um, some fresh horses, though. <laughs> we do. Uh, yeah, you can hear the horses screaming as this uh, thing continues to hit them with the axe. Are any of the horses not been? Have any of the horses not been hit by an axe yet? There were two. There, there, two a coach. There's two horses. And then right. they've both been hit with axes several times. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out if it's worth going in there. You don't want rubbish horses, do you? You want at least one horse that hasn't been <laughs> hacked to pieces. Little head. Oh, is my microphone working now? Yeah, it's working now, I heard yeah. you say Get little head. Me. <laughs> yeah, one of them has a little head that's like an apple shape, so I think we could probably get in. I reckon we could take him. <laughs> I reckon we could take a little take head. A thin head. Yeah. I, think, I, I mean, think we probably could do with like their blunderbusses, though. Yeah, I really we just have think, a go like, at them? <laughs> and we could probably convince them, like, for them to shoot them, or if we could use it, because there's horses that we could then use to put on our cart. Um, our coach, sorry. Um, but I don't know. Otherwise, they're going to like sniff us out anyway, so. Yeah, we are the next coach down the road. <laughs> so yeah. we're as, probably going to have this encounter at some point. 
as um, skilled as I saw um, Stur was with that bucket, um, I'm still going to hand them my dagger. I have a dagger. Oh, well, I'm going to motion to hand you my dagger. And, uh, and well, I, uh, everyone has a dagger in this world. Yeah. It's the main <laughs> thing of, cut, of cutlery, really. So, Oh, baby. Um, yeah, honestly, dagger and bucket is the most... Yeah. useful thing I have. Alright, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, yeah, I'm just gonna, to, to these two. Right. Well, we, we need horses. They've got horses. Okay, then. Um... Is there any scope as a of person skilled in apothecary and unknowing potential poison that I might be carrying something on me or there's like some kind of very poisonous plant that <laughs> I've got a poison if, pie if in I, my bag that I forgot if, about if I like dipped my daggers in this stuff or like whatever stuff's going in this blunderbuss that that is going to you know make an advantage in an attack uh, I will say make a law herbs to see if you've noticed any poisonous plants going up the street. Whether shoving it in a blunderbuss is going to be very helpful or not uh, remains to be seen. My um, law herbs is a law 42 and I read 60. Oh. Yeah. No. You haven't noticed anything poisonous or helpful on the trip. Okay, fair enough. Picking dandelions. I mean, my instinct when I saw this scene was to just run to Horseman and jam the bucket on his head to, to get him off the horses. <laughs> so I've not thought of anything better than that yet. Um, so, oh, yeah, well, Ebenezer, by the way, is standing here not knowing what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh... If we sneak back around, mm. Ebenezer, there's five fucking monster mutants, <laughs> and they're they're making. Um, I suppose they don't have spaghetti in Warhammer Land. Um, they're <laughs> making uh, finely sliced horse meat, and we need horses. Fuck. Please help us. Also, uh, please may we borrow those guns. Two lovely uh, drunk horsemen, men. Thanks. Uh, do you know how to use it? I mean, uh, I, I think it would probably be best if we just all go together. While this conversation is going on, um, Norngal, crowbar in hand, is running full pelt you at, at the one with the crossbow. Okay. Oh, oh wow, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's work out you. what's happening, man. Um, okay, what well, his initiative is twenty-eight, isn't it? Yeah, you're literally like the slowest and worst one, and you've just gone like. I'm not slow. I'm just small. <laughs> okay, um, the, these uh, all of them are at uh, thirty. Thirty, apart from the leader that's at thirty-five. By doing this, you're imposing on all of them a surprised condition. 
you <gasps> will have to make an athletics test to reach him in this round. Otherwise, it'll be next round, by which time he's got chance to react. All right, I'll give it a go. Yep, go for it. Please win, please. <laughs> no, no, oh. that's that's a fail. Um, no, my athletics is only nineteen, and I rolled eighty. Okay. Okay, so uh, as you're running to... Right, how many negative success levels is that? Uh, Lots. Seven? Lots. Seven. Okay, so... uh, Yeah, you can't, like, run slower than you can walk. So basically you get towards... You're going towards them at walking pace. Um, Okay, so they're all surprised for the first round. Next round, you can charge him, but he will be opposing that. Is okay. anyone else taking any action seeing this? Because... I mean, I would definitely run after him. Okay. If only to stop him being an idiot, but... <laughs> yeah, I am, like, yelling as well. Yeah. I like, I, so you'll probably you'll definitely have noticed. So I'm... Yeah. Right. Anyone I am else also running towards this. this. Right, so you're you're around behind them because uh, you can attack the other ones that don't have the crossbow. They're all closer to you. Um, I'd probably go for horse chap then. If if this is you know Norn has gone, all right, go time. Then I'm just going to go. Oh, let's go time. <laughs> just okay, go was, with the plan that I had. Uh, right. <laughs> anyone, anyone else uh, t- doing anything here? Um, did we establish if we were going to uh, get the guys with the guns? We were talking about it. Yeah, you were, yeah, talking, you're, about you're it. talking about it while I'm running at them. Yeah. So I'm still there you... trying to convince them to do it, and I don't know how to do it, so I ask if they can. Uh, okay, uh, well, Gunner gets off with his gun in his hand, and it's, oh, bloody hell. And he traipses very reluctant, reluctantly towards the bend in the road. Yeah, I guess I look at... Um, uh, who's the other one? Uh, the Gunner and Holst, right? Holtz, yeah. Common Holtz, we've all got to go. There's lots of them there. And if uh, the rest of them get taken down, then who do you think they're going to come for next? Okay, um, Philippe, at the mean- in the meantime, has put away his sword and has pulled out a pistol. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's walking towards the uh, the uh, the bend in the road too. Yep, I make my way with Philippe. Okay, Serafina... Are you actually involved, going to be involved in this combat, or? Yeah, yeah. Daggers, so that's quite useful. Dual wielding. Yeah. Yes. Hell okay. yeah. Okay. Right. First one on the list is the guy with the crossbow, who is going to make an unopposed ranged uh, crossbow at mm. um, at Norngol. and succeeds uh, oh, with no. three degrees of success on a crossbow, which has got plus nine damage. So that's reduced. Uh, so, so that hits you in the body. Do you have any uh, armor on your body, Norngol? No armor, no. Just, okay. just my clothes and my cloak. Okay, toughness bonus? My toughness bonus is four. Tough game. The toughness bonus is four. Okay, so what did we say that was? That's three degrees of success plus nine minus four. You take eight wounds. Eight wounds. Yeah. Okay. So that is uh that's just wounds. Uh who's next after thirty five, thirty four, isn't it? Which is Stir, who's attacking yes. the uh the pinhead one, who's still surprised. 
Uh, so, is that the one that was on the horses? I genuinely can't remember yeah. which way around. I remember yes, he was a big fella. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah so he, he can't defend himself and you're at plus 20. And so I was just, yeah, you're... I was thinking just grab and like sort of pull him away from the horses. So like, has he got much of a neck? I was thinking like arms around. Well, not really. His no, shoulders and... his, like... his whole head and neck is about like, it looks, <laughs> it looks like an apple on a stick. All right. So he's not got much of a neck. Shoulders. That's fine. Um, so yeah, I guess sort of grab like torso shoulders. Okay. So you're going to pull him to grab. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, grapple. So, so that's going to be a melee brawling. Uh, you're up, you, you gain one advantage because you charged into combat. Okay. Um, I don't, th- I think I'm just going to have to use my basic, basic, basic okay. things. Yeah. I, be I don't brawling, have brawling. So, yeah. So it's melee brawling. So that goes off weapon skill. Uh, you, get, uh, you gain one one advantage, so effectively plus ten for charging into combat, and he and you also get plus twenty because he's surprised. He can't defend himself on this. So probably got quite a good chance. <laughs> yeah, so you got an effective plus um, ten. Boom. So I've ro- I've rolled forty four, which is well over my twenty eight weapon skill. Um, but it's under. Uh, what would it be? Fifty eight. So you get one degree of success as you uh, as you grab his tiny neck uh, between the thumb and forefinger <laughs> of each hand. I love it. Uh, he looks absolutely stunned by this, um, but he's so surprised that he's not able to do anything. What are you intending to do? Just move him? Um, yeah, like pull him away from the horses so he can't further damage the horses that I... Um, okay. obsessed with yeah you can't you can't do that this round then because you spent your round just getting hold of him yeah uh, that's fair who, who's on um what was hold this one close. 34 33 that's, uh, that, that's you yep yeah. yeah, i make my way to the bend in the road yep yeah. you get there you see the scene previously described you've got time to uh charge attack if you want to mm. well i better club out and I charge the nearest one. Okay, that will be the one with the uh, with the pinhead. So uh, you are it's, it's still surprised. Oh, it's not Let's play baseball. <laughs> it's already been uh, it's already been attacked, so it's no longer surprised. You're charging mm-hmm. into combat, so you gain plus one advantage. Uh, when I say advantage, you need to be keeping track of how much advantage you've got in the combat combat because it All does right. stack. Uh, so okay. you've, got, you've got plus one advantage for charging into combat. Uh, you've also got an effect. Uh, you've got a plus uh, twenty for being two on one, and you've got another plus twenty for it being grappled. So you've got an effective plus fifty here. Okay, let's roll it. Melee basic. Yeah. Whoops. Fifty-five. My melee basic is forty-five. Yeah, you've got an effective plus fifty. So, mm-hmm. so that's four degrees so, of success. Yep. Plus strength bonus plus four. So, plus strength bonus plus four. My strength bonus is two plus four. So, six damage. Really? Yeah. Plus SB2. Plus four. Plus four uh, success levels. Oh, no. That's just uh, the base damage of the club. So, uh, plus four again, then that would be, what? Ten. Ten. Okay. So, he's got three wounds left. Uh, So, Mm -hmm. uh, roll a D100. Uh, where, Where did you hit him? What was the uh, 50, 55? Uh, yeah, 
55. That was probably again, yes. Yeah. Okay, roll a D100. 98. Right, okay, this is going to be fun. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Internal bleeding. Oh, dear. He's not happy. So you charge towards him, smash him in the guts. Uh, mm-hmm. He immediately drops to the ground unconscious. Uh, and you are pretty sure he's not getting up again. All right. Uh, this bleeding condition can only be removed through surgery, and even if he survives, he's going to get the blood rot. Perfect. Nice. And that ain't going to happen. Uh, okay, uh, who's next? 31, that's Philippe. Uh, so he is going to come around the corner too and fire at... Um... What What do you think is more reasonable? Would he fire at the one with the missile weapon or would he fire at the closest one? I assume missile weapon because it's the one that can take him out most effectively. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Um... I mean, if he's got a gun, he must be at least... He must have seen combat before. Uh, yeah, he looks like he knows how to use it. Uh, he lift, he raises the gun and fires. Uh, one. So he shoots it in the hip, which explodes in uh, splinters of blood and bone as it collapses to the ground, screams for about two seconds, and then is quiet forever. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, at this point, uh, who's on 31? Oh, that's Philippe, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, at 30... You can go again um, if you like. No, it's, uh, it's the, <laughs> mu- the mutants. Uh, they all get up. Uh, uh, they see what's going on. They've just seen their leader's uh, leg blown to pieces. Another one just uh, having his guts caved in with a club. Uh, and okay, they just... Well. They just take off running in various different directions. Uh, who's next, Norngal? Yeah, who was so Norngal was already charging at the dude who's just had his fucking hips blown to pieces. <laughs> um, so seeing that, and then them all just kind of scamper off. He just kind of goes, "Run, stay out!" <laughs> and pathetic. And, and, Waves his crowbar around, feeling very proud of himself for scaring them all off. Okay. Um, um, <laughs> that's about it. Right. Um, who was in close combat with a mutant in this combat? I, I was in an embrace, yes. Yeah. With, with the small-headed <laughs> that, man. That was, uh, that was in melee combat with a mutant. I think yeah, I was as well. Oh, Every- sorry. Everyone, with the exception of uh, Norngal, I think, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, someone think... shot them before I could get them. <laughs> uh, so those those of you that were in this close combat with this mutant, uh, please make an endurance roll, uh, with the exception of Seraphina, who is resistant to chaos. Resistant to chaos, well. Okay, I... Oh my gosh, okay, I've got 45 endurance and I rolled 45, but do I okay. still have yeah, that's advantage? A success, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, advantage is only in combat. Oh, Tw- ah. Yeah, 27 and I've got 30 endurance, so I pass. Yep, okay, so you're fine. 
Uh, right, so there are now bodies uh, all over the road. Uh, two mutants, one of which has got a crossbow, uh, the other one which has got a sm- really small head uh, and, and an axe. Uh, the horses still seem to be alive. None of the passengers of the coach do. I'm taking the axe. Okay. Time to roll animal care on these horses. <laughs> the, the, the axe is a is a hand weapon. Nice. Uh, if you've got um, animal care, then you can definitely do that. I actually do, so I am um, going to amongst... use my sparkly dice. Yep, go for it. Uh, amongst the corpses, there are a pair of what look like artisans. There is a sigmarite novitiate. There is a young child. There is uh, also just off the road, uh, sort of half on, half off, with two crossbow bolts in his back, a uh, a guy uh, that you would imagine is uh, fairly well off, um, just from the cut of his clothes, wearing a purple cloak. Wow. Also, uh, I failed. <laughs> you, fa- you failed that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, by like two how, failures, how, so... How, Right, how about, um, what's your intelligence? My intelligence? Uh, yeah. 32. Okay, that's all right, because you can actually uh, cause damage with animal care, same as you can with heal, if you get less than your intelligence uh, bonus success levels. Christ. Well, I didn't um, make them worse, didn't I? Oh, you, did, you didn't my make hands, them worse. Uh, put my fingers in the axe wounds. At the main, uh, in the main, the, uh, the coach is completely blocking the road. Um, there are corpses everywhere. What do you do? Well, we should probably pull these out the side of the road. That way we can get the carriage past them. Yeah. Is that doable? Can we do that? Um, getting the coach out of the road. All the, yeah, all the we're going to have to move all of the stuff first. Yeah. What? What? What are you moving first? The coach or the or the or the people? Because the people are. Like, yeah, they thought. Yeah. They, they they all like seem to have jumped out after the coach was uh, bushwhacked by mutants, mm-hmm. and then just been cut down as they fled. Uh, okay, so you're just moving them casually out of the way. Yeah, just to the mm-hmm. side of the road so that we can drive without having to have a bumpy experience. Okay, you will also have to move the coach out of the road. Yeah, I'll give um, that a go. Yeah, good luck, Chief. What, you don't do that single-handedly? Uh, I'll give it a shove. What's your, what's your strength? <laughs> My strength is 42. Yeah, not happening. You'll need help. <laughs> Does um, it count as lifting? Because I do get a plus 10. Uh, yeah, but that would only be an effective uh, 52. You'll need at least 100 points of strength to lift this thing. Ah, boot. Um, okay, so you're moving the corpses off the road. Uh, is anyone going through their stuff, or are you just literally just moving them away, like, with a little bit of respect? I'm probably being respectful. As much as I wish I wasn't this way... Um, yeah, I don't think Stural would go through pockets of dead people. <laughs> okay. Uh, does um, anyone else have that kind of uh, 
Uh, now, finders keepers, does Norngal see anything particularly shiny, any gold, any gems? Uh, as you're going through the um, the people, it looks like they've already been looted. Probably one of the mutants has got the stuff. Well, that's a shame. Uh, what have the mutants left behind? Uh, are you looking, going over the mutant stuff? Yeah, just going over them, yeah, kicking, the... my, kicking at one, two of my feet, make sure none of them are, like, playing dead. Uh, yeah, okay, the one with the tiny head and the axe has got his axe. Uh, nothing else of interest. Um, the one with the crossbow uh, okay. has got the crossbow itself. I'll take uh, that. It, he has got... Um, Pretty sure he's got some arrows for it, but it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't say how many he's got. So I'll just say fifteen. Bolts, fifteen arrows. Uh, the bolts. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he has got a sword. Wow. Uh, Stone uh, or proper Reichland steel. Uh, that's a cheap cast one. Fair enough. Uh, um, uh, single he, hand. Or... Sorry. Yeah. So a one-handed sword is just a hand. Uh, yeah, just a short sword. Um, he has got a pouch containing loose change to the value of three crowns and thirteen shillings. Yoink! <laughs> thirteen shillings, you say? Three crowns and thirteen shillings. Yeah. yeah. Oh, excellent. Uh, I've got something to gamble away. He has got no. A, he's got a silver locket with a picture of one of the dead artisans in it in miniature. Mm-hmm. And he has got a gold ring. Uh, the coach, the, the coachman for this coach is lying on the ground. He is wearing a sleeved mail shirt uh, and still has his blunderbuss next to his body. So I can't okay. act on the coach. Yeah, you're not going to take everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that shirt looks like it could be useful. Maybe a bit big for you. Uh, yeah, it fits someone of medium, of, of, of medium build human, yeah. Um, the guy is a medium build human, like male shirts will go on someone that's a bit smaller but won't be comfortable and they don't stretch. Could we so, sell it? Yeah, definitely. I have 18 pennies. I will take this shirt. I feel like it's too small okay, so for it me. It's, prob- it's probably uh, it's too, probably too baggy but too short. Uh, uh, he's yeah. Also, he's also got a blunderbuss and shot. <laughs> like chainmail crop top. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, the day that we had, I, mean, I may uh, as well uh, put that on. Yeah, and things won't get any, any better as it now begins to piss down with rain. Oh, uh, no. We um, may as well I, grab the gun. I am very poor. Okay. Um, as you're moving the bodies out of the way, could everyone roll a D100 and tell me who has the lowest result? Uh, one moment. 55. Ooh. 59. 17. Wow. I got 57. Okay, I know who it is then. Could everyone leave the chat until I send a text message and I will just chat to Sez for a couple of minutes? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Hello. 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 We've we've reruned. 
Ja. Ja, oké. Right, let's, let's carry on then from there as you're moving the, uh, the corpses out of the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Serafina, make, make, a cool, make a cool test, please. Uh, my call is 35. Yeah, it's going to be Ooh. average if it's if it's not in combat. Oh, okay. Well, you pass anyway. So Ooh. you don't uh, drop the corpse. Uh, hmm. Okay. Don't like that wording. Emphasis. As you're all uh, hope- helping to drag the bodies out of the road. Hmm. Dum-dee-dum, dragging bodies, blissfully unaware of anything that might be going on. Yeah, it's just started raining again, hasn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah. absolutely hammering it down. Gross. Oh, boy. Um, wait, hang, wait, hang on a minute. Wait, 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 wait. The, 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 the face, it, it, that's really, really bizarre. Ebony, you've got a twin. Um, what? Have you got a twin? A twin brother? No. At least, I don't think so. Mum never told us. Hey, come and have a look at this. I mean, yeah, he's all bloody and stuff, but like, have a look at his face. It looks just like you. Uh, I go over and have a look. Uh, yeah, this, uh, you, you go over and have a look at this body, which has now been, been flipped over. It's the guy with the purple cloak on. Uh, mm-hmm. That's been cut down with two crossbow bolts in the back. Um dressed very richly, like a, a, a wealthy individual, uh, and he looks absolutely identical to you. Uh, there, then you look another couple, uh, for another couple of seconds, and you notice, like, oh, he's got a mole here, I've got this wart that he doesn't have, you know, he's missing a, a, a tooth that I'm not missing, uh, but apart from that, at first glance, absolutely the same. Who is this guy? Really strange. Whoever he is, he looks minted. Uh, it looks like the carriage is heading to Altdorf, doesn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, none of our noble companions are with us right now, are they? No, they're they're all in. The, there's only one noble with you, and they're in the coach. Yeah, but okay. Uh, no non PCs around us, I guess. No. Or the coachman, maybe. Oh well. Uh, Philippe is there, mm-hmm. uh, but he's he's helping to drag bodies out of the road. He's not really paying any attention. I'll have a quick filter through this guy's pockets, see if he's got anything to identify him or anything like that. Uh, yeah, he's got uh, two... Uh, he doesn't have much on him uh, of, of value because the uh, scaly mutant has looted it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he does have two pieces of parchment in his pockets. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, crust, pie crust. Um, you said you went to a, a university, right? Oh yeah, I went university for my my uh, publicary degree. You know your letters? Yeah, I know my letters. I pass you the two piece of parchment. Tell me a story. Well, I think we got a. 
uh, a sure case of mistaken dentistry here. That's for sure. Um, and I guess I read it and okay. yeah, this parchment. Right. Okay. I will send the uh, the image later on. Uh, but there are two pieces of parchment. Uh, the fir- the first one uh, is a formal letter, and it reads: uh, Messrs. Locks, Stuck, and Baal, civil lawyers, commissioners for oaths, etc. Gartenweg, Bergenhafen. Dear Herr Lieberum, after many lengthy researches, we have come to believe that you are the only living re- relative of one Baronet Lieberum, late of the town of Ubersreich. This being the case, and any other heretofore unknown and pertinent factors notwithstanding, I am herewith charged to inform you that you are the sole beneficiary of the late baronet's last will and testament, herein after referred to as the party of the first part, as well as to the entail of his title and all lands and estates attached thereunto. I, the undersigned, act in my legal capacity as legal executor of the aforementioned document of the party of the first part, do therefore urge you to make your way with all convenient speed to my offices at the address superscribed to this letter. Thereupon, and upon your production of a signed and twofold witnessed affidavit confirming your identity as Castor Aloysius Liberung, we shall be pleased to place into your hands the title deeds to Liberung Manor and all attached lands and estates and the bequeathed sum of 20,000 gold crowns imperial. I remain your most humble and respectful servant, Dietrich Ball, K.C., LLB, Altdorf. Signed this 10th day of Nochexen, in the 2,512th year of the Empire. The second one reads, We, the undersigned, do solemnly swear and affirm that the bearer of this document is Castor Aloysius Liberum, Ingrid Zickerman, Priestess, Temple of Sigmar Nolm, Oscar Helmut, Guildmaster, Guild of Merchants Nolm, witnessed by Julius Schoengrad, Worshipful Company of Advocates of Nolm. Well, well, what does it say? <laughs> Were you reading this aloud, or? Yeah, I would would have read that aloud. I I, I, I guess you've got to get your attire sorted out. <laughs> I get. I think. Ebenezer just looks eyes wide, looks around to make sure nobody's listening, steps very quickly to the halfling, snatches the parchment. <laughs> I have an idea. And if you keep stum, there's summon it for you. Why, bloody well hope there is. Look, you went in on this. Nod or shake. A nod. Well, yeah. this is going to be bang tidy. <laughs> Back in Kushtay. Right. Right. Uh, who's Alpha yeah, David? Pose yourself. Alpha David! Christ. Yeah, who's this Alpha David who's got to sign something? Do we know who that is? Are you... Uh, Serafina, you speak ha- classical. You know what an affidavit is. <laughs> oh, right. It's it's a piece of paper. That's, that's I, thought piece of... I thought it was a, a name, Alpha David. I thought that's what it said. No, no, just that. no that is that is what I said. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, it's, a, it's an affidavit. It's uh, He's got a piece of paper saying there's no ID in this day and age, so he's got a piece of paper with yeah. two people swearing in front of a notary public that he is who he says he is. Okay. Are you going to explain this to Ebenezer or be like, oh, no, we've got to go and find Alpha David? Oh, There'll be God. a cost involved. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to wait until we get to... Uh... Oh, I think we need to go to Outdoors and we need to go and find Alpha David and play along with that, yeah. I think, yeah. Go on, then. you got to go and find Alpha David um, and yeah you know he's going to be a, a cost in trying to get me to help you to find this fella but I don't see why we can't I mean well, I can read and yeah, uh, yeah I, I've got got to go and pick up my apothecary license but I'm sure I can try and uh, find out this, this person is help you right Okay, sorry. Yeah. I'll cut you into the action. And I said I'd offer Stumpy and uh, the giant, like, uh, get them to work for me. We could probably dress them up all pretty, pretend they're bodyguards or something. This, yeah. This could work. This could work. What's the other piece of parts? Uh, the other, the other piece of parchment. Mm. <laughs> That was the Alpha David, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nothing. <laughs> it's a receipt. That's the first stuff. Yes, so we have the thing they want. Yeah, well, I, I reckon I could get, um, when I go when I go and get my uh, license from the university, I, I think I could use this to try and find out who we got to talk to. Got, like, your name on it. Right. Oh, fuck, I'm going to have to pass this fucking what? Um, this this foppish idiot, aren't I? Um, I've, I had a noble's talk. Hello! I am Big Clock... What, what, what's his name? Are you going to tell him? No. <laughs> You're just going to make something up? Yeah. Go on then. His name is Alpha Romeo. <clears throat> you sure? Uh, that, sounds, that sounds Tillian to me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought well, I don't make these names up. It's just what he's called. Sorry. Hello, I am Alpha Romeo. I'm the heir you're looking for. There we go. I think I've got that down, Pat. Oh, I've got it. Right, cool. It's yeah, a shame well. you don't have the mimic talent. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I wonder who does. You keep, sh- <laughs> you keep shum about this to everyone else. We, yeah. We're here to make big news. Anyway, let's help the others. We don't want to get suspicious. No. No, cool. Okay, no, uh, so uh, you you proceed to drag the bodies off the road, uh, and 
over the driving rain, uh, you do hear the sound of hoofbeats beginning to approach. Oh, no. Uh, this is from the Altdorf direction. Right, more than, more than one person. Well, it's got one wheel, uh, a wheel missing. Is what, the other carriage? one? Mm-hmm. No, well, that's on its side. So the, the the one round corner is that still all right? It's got no horses, but we've we've got horses now, just about. Uh, yeah, the the horses ran off into the into the um, into the forest. They're not. No, the the ones that got axed. Uh, yeah, well, one one of them looks like it's not going to survive. The other one looks like it might be all right. Can we not just use the carriage that like we've just looted? Well, that one. The it's, one that's turned over. It's turned over it's, on its side. You can lift it up. I can, but it would take a lot of people to do it. Or I could get oh. a wheel off it. Well, how many people have we got? Uh, I think you got, said 100, so at least yeah, you three. Need strength, yeah, to do it. You've got Philippe with you. Um, he is just, at the moment, is just passively, uh, is passively helping. He's, uh, he's fighting alongside you, but he's not taking any like, active interest. He just wants to move along. So, um, other than missing a wheel, the mm, other, the other yeah, one's the coach fine. Is okay, yeah. So, yeah. I reckon if if Norngal can, yeah, you're a, a carpenter man, aren't you? Yeah, I reckon if yeah. he can, if he can rip a wheel off of this one that's overturned, okay. uh, make me a trade carpenter. Alrighty. Uh, this is going to be at average, so plus twenty because you're not under any time pressure. Okay, that's still not good enough. Um, <laughs> because plus twenty puts me at sixty-one, and that was an eighty-seven. Okay, so you're not gonna like, you're not gonna fuck it up. Uh, you do remove, <laughs> you you remove the wheel in in fine style because it is a pretty straightforward process. But you take you're a long time about it. Um, as as you are removing the wheel uh, from the coach, you observe a company of uh, road wardens. Coming round the corner, led by a road warden sergeant in uh, in half plate. Uh, he has two pistols on his belt, uh, dark skin and imperious manner. Well, what have we got here then? And I think we'll leave it there for tonight. Woo. Okay. Everyone happy with that? Anything to um, to? Do before we uh, we pull it off. No, no, I don't fun. have any. Okay, yeah. uh, things all right. to do. All right then. Would... This has mm-hmm. uh, this has been the first episode of our playthrough of Enemy in Shadows, the first instalment of the Enemy Within campaign, written by Graham Davis and others who will be credited in the description. Our players have been Callum as Ebenezer Gut, says as Serafina Esmeralda Honeycake, Steve as Norgal Varscati, and Tish as Stur Sumpflaufer. With me as the GM. Our intro music was War and Peace, provided by freestockmusic.com, and has been used under Creative Commons license. Full credit in the description below. Sigmar, watch over into you. Until next time, good luck, take care, and fear not the doomsdayers. Yeah.